man or beast that I run from ain't been born, and his mama's already dead. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler, all here, Helmsy vacationing. Rick and Bubba University students today, Diesel Dixon, Jimmy 92 Tron, uh, and Dulio all taking phone calls as they earn their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, for a brand new hour. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Uh, after Speedy's uh, adventure uh, to go see um, the OVC tournament, which Jacksonville State did win, they now will advance, and they're in the regional that's uh, going to be hosted. Really, Speedy, I don't know how you feel about this, in Oxford, Mississippi, and right. now your son will play against Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, so you being that. you being a state fan and a Jacksonville State fan, this is a double whammy for you. <laughs> yeah. And now, wow. now after your hotel experience, Adler says what? Speedy, okay, two questions. Was it possible that it was your hair in the shower? <laughs> no, because I'm. Well, bald. I don't know. I don't know. You might have beautiful flowing. Couldn't be head hair. hair. I no, I don't. You never now, know. If it was curly red, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Secondly, man, I've been trying to tell you, why don't you do the Airbnb thing? I've been trying to tell you, Airbnb is the way to go. Granted, it, there might be a security camera in the bathroom. At least it's a clean bathroom. There might be a camera in the toilet, but it's a clean toilet. Right. So, Somebody's uh, getting a jolly off that clean bathroom, but it is clean. <laughs> right. We normally hit good on, on hotels. We miss this one. That's sorry, I mean, buddy. normally we, we're pretty solid, but, but on this one here, uh, we missed this. You, one. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it was just me. Mm. You're right. Locals are calling saying they don't see a lot of cars in front of that. Hotel. No, no. I, uh, you know, when you go down for a continental breakfast the, the next day, mm-hmm. and there's like one one guy down mm-hmm. there. He eating. got his donut. You know, normally you go down there and the continental breakfast is covered up. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's never, you know, look, there's all kinds of signs. Oh yeah, yeah. When you see it, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, when you see a car in the parking lot, it looks like it's been abandoned. <laughs> right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, yeah. It was. It was great. So we just booked hotels in Oxford, Mississippi, mm-hmm. home of Ole Miss, <laughs> yeah. and and I was like, hey, we got to make sure we hit on this one now. We can't. We can't miss. The- a, you're going to be with me and our two other boys. So things I can, you know, look, saying that, not saying that they can't, but something about a, us on the road by ourselves, we can handle. Oh no, certain oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you, get, you get into the hey, I'm camping. No mode, doubt. Yeah, and you just can right, put up with anything right. for a short amount gonna, of time. Right. I've I've only left one time, and it was some travel ball thing or something. Right. I pulled up and, and tried to park, and people were fighting in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm, talking, uh-uh. I'm talking about a Are full you serious? blown. And the guy who was fighting the hardest looked a lot like a pimp. And, uh, and uh, maybe not. And I was Ooh. like, you know what? I I don't. I think this is a miss. Mm. And uh, and then, then you just kind of you just kind of roll on. Yeah. You know, you know, there was only one. And, and you, that, you just realize you're, you're you're out 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, that one we stayed at in New York, uh, it, it wasn't dirty, but it was weird. And that one gave me the heat. You're talking about oh. the one that was underneath the, the, the yeah. viaduct or whatever? Where, where, where? <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's another one, Rick. That one, that one was dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one was bad. Well, we were. That, <laughs> that was one of those depressing ones is under that, the interstate. Yeah. That, we, well, yeah that, we, we, our flight got canceled. And that's, yeah. and that's all there was. When you're trapped in oh, New York, God. we didn't even have luggage. Mm-mm. I mean, it was supposed to be a one-day trip, and we were trapped. Yeah, and uh, Greg, the the interstate. I had a window, yes. and and 
you literally terrible. could touch the concrete no, guardrail out the window. Have you ever wanted to over it so fast? Oh, it, you didn't have to have one of those vibrating beds. The traffic uh, was doing no, it. Okay, yeah. Put it this way. Homeless people were offered free rooms there, and they took a pass. Yeah. 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 Now we're goodness, Bob. Yeah, that like that was bad. I forgot I'm about that freezing. One. I forgot about it. But the, yeah, oh, no, no, really, that. we thought we might be killed before we get out because we, we'd already had plans, you know, yeah. just holler, try to get somebody oh, in here, run with a knife and fork, whatever you got. Right. Um, but no, you know that weird one that had oh, the blue yeah. light in yes. New York, yeah. the purple light. And thing? when you walked in your room, you walked through beads. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> no, the one. Up. That one was just weird in a scary kind of that evil was, way. That haunted. was that was a terrifying place. I'm not talking yeah. about like Bubba's not yeah. dirty, not not just not crime. We're talking about you think that you've been put. I, I tell you what I thought. I thought it was like Satan's hotel. That's yeah, what it seemed like. Yeah, oh, wow. it felt like that. No, no, hotels. You remember that goat head? And it was yes. all centered yes. at, the, yeah. at the main desk. Yes. Come you on, you go down. It wasn't even centered up. Great. Like it was a hunting trophy. Did you ever oh, see? Did you ever see the movie with Al Pacino <laughs> and Ken, Ken Reeves, Keanu Reeves, whatever Keanu Reeves, when he was the lawyer and, yeah. and Al Pacino yeah. was the devil? Yeah, I forget what it was called. It was but, good. But anyway, you remember that chair he sat in? Oh, yeah. That, that chair, big, that chair that, was down that there. That type of stuff. That big high back. That chair was thing. down there. Rick. And it was real dark. There was nothing was lit well, very who well. Who put y'all there? Everybody looked at you like, you know, I really expected to hear you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it, right. it, it, it 100% had that feel about well, it. It was yeah. a weird place, man. Can, can I ask y'all a question real quick? <laughs> it was so bizarre. They were having a... Um, a premiere on the roof where they had like the roof bar. And I, I want to say it was Sex in the City, the movie. Or something. I mean, it it's was bad. that weird that they would go to that. You I mean, know what like, I mean? Like like one time I was walking down the hall and like Jim Morrison passed me going <laughs> the other way. I was like, he's dead. And where are you? Uh-uh. Yeah. Do y'all ever, because see, if, if we ever check into a, a room, Terry is... She is going straight to the bed. She's pulling covers oh, back. She's pulling oh, the yeah. edge up. She's looking off. Chances. Do y'all ever are y'all ever scared to look? Yeah, I'm scared. Of to course look. we are. Nice huh? You talking about the time Greg had a found a cheeseburger in yeah. his? A half eat cheeseburger in the bed? <laughs> what do you think that means? <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. That you and slept good. you and slept in truck, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah. We did many times. There's a couple of them. We're like, yeah. I ain't I ain't standing there. Right. Yeah. Well, you don't want to take your socks off? Well, no. no. Look, if there's a half-eaten cheeseburger made up made in, up in your bed, you can't lay down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that can't happen. True. But there was part of me back to the hotel where I wanted to I wanted to know whose hair it was. No, man. So I was, why would you sweetie, want to know? Sweetie, you, no, you don't. I was studying. You know, I'm going to step out and say they were probably gone. Yeah, but I was just hoping, just all hope, that it was the cleaning lady. No, it is. I think it is, Greg. If hair keeps staying there. Even after they clean, it's got to be the cleaning lady's yeah, hair. I, th- I think I, it's got to be. Wow. Right? Or Speedy had somebody coming in there taking a shower. That's true. Well, Some speaking homeless of that, guy was taking a shower in your room. How about this? Saturday morning, the cleaning lady almost saw me naked. I'm standing there right out of the shower. Oh, good Lord. And, and check out was at 1130. And it was like, might have, that might have been planned. It was like Watch a... Watch like purple. Like on, on Friday, all of a sudden you hear... Cleaning <laughs> You know, how'd from how'd you in the back. You know, was there something wrong with it? <laughs> Oh. You can hear it from the back, and I'm like, "Just a second, ma'am. Give me just a second. Second, yeah. I'm naked. Okay, I'm coming back." And then you hear that from the road. I mean, from the other side of the uh, the the door. Well, Saturday morning, I'm, I'm leaving. Checkouts at 11:30. It's 11:10. I'm thinking, "Hey, I'm going to be checkout by 15 minutes." I'm kind of trying to wait to the end because we don't play till four o'clock that day. Mm. So that's that that classic checkout, and then you got all that time to I hate kill. That. And and Marion, even though it was very nice, it's just it's just not a hey. There's tons of things to do, and so I'm thinking, well, I'll just grab a lunch, take my time there, and then ease on to the game, can hook up with some other parents, and so it's about eleven ten, and I've just gotten 
through the shower, and I'm standing there, and I said, I, I don't know what it, what what hit me, but I put the little latch that you, that you pull back, and so somebody yeah, tries to open yeah, the yeah, door, it yeah. stops. Mm-hmm. Where all of a sudden, I'm just like, I'll tell you why you up. did that, because you're standing in a sketchy hotel. Right, yeah, and, and, and all of a sudden, that door opens, and that, and that thing hits. I'm like, oh, just suck it! You know, and she's like, I'm sorry. See, I can you know? I can explain that to you. Well, she was, she was coming on, on in. Then. Can I tell you? I should have put the do not. Disturb well, I'm checking. I don't know. I, yeah, I'll put that on there anyway. Can I, I tell you what? I, I can explain that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can explain this too. <laughs> they never had anybody stay that long. I mean, that's, <laughs> oh, they, they thought that that the, they, hey, you got no way. Ain't nobody pushing to 11:30 check out here. <laughs> not as here. soon as they're up, they're gone. That's a great thing. You're all over that. Yep. <laughs> hey, oh, we still here. You think we're already knocking? Ain't nobody still here. <laughs> hey, hey, here. She was coming on. Oh, yeah. He started complaining you know twice about a hair. He, he's gone. <laughs> Why is it that cleaning ladies all have that same voice? I don't know. Every time they knock on the housekeeping. 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 Just give me a second. I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, and and so I but it startled me. I mean, I jumped back. I'm in here. There's somebody in here. Right. You know, and it, it, but the latch stopped her from mm-hmm. going in, right. and you get this little crack. She's like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> you know, her little, her little. I need to get my extensions out of the bathroom floor. I tell you what, he, and you know, Speedy. Rick, he was so disgusted, he didn't even steal any of those towels because they had holes. In them. <laughs> Speedy, so he normally will get him a whole set. He didn't even get any free towels this time. Oh, I, I made it though. I don't need them with holes in them. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. I'll be back. Do you think that was the same towel that you used before? You just didn't see the whole one? No, it was folded up and, you know, like amongst mm. them. The new ones. What if somebody was living in that room on the bed, coming out, <laughs> taking a shower while Speedy was going? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick Brings me to my knees. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. So, a lot of people talking, uh, you know, chiming in uh, on Speedy's story with travels and hotels. Janet's out of Mississippi. Janet, how you doing today? Great. I really feel for you, Speedy. Mm. Um, this past week, uh, I called Choice Hotels. I knew I had a lot of points and wanted to check the status. We love the Scottsboro Gunnersville area. Oh, we beautiful. Stayed at this, yeah, we stayed at this hotel probably 11 years. And um, I found out I got one night free, so we booked uh, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We got there. Of course, it's my job to go in and check in and make sure everything's done. Mm. So walk into the counter. Um, I don't see anybody. Oh, and there's no bell to ring. Um, the office has been renovated since we were there in the fall. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Um, there's a filing cabinet at the end of the counter. And um, I kind of clear my throat. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, from around behind that filing cabinet walks a little person. Uh-uh. So he goes, um, sorry, ma'am, I didn't see you. And I'm thinking, you didn't see me. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> How did you so, fight back going with well, that? Now we're even. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he begins to tell me what's going to be charged on my credit card. And I said, no, no, no. That's not what I was told by Choice Hotels. Um, well, this is the way it is. And I said, no, look, I have everything in my phone exactly 
what this lady told me, Jennifer was her name. Well, he calls, of course, he can't get in touch with Jennifer. He's mm. like, well, this is the way it's going to be. And pretty much told me I had to deal with this myself. You'll have to figure it out. And I'm thinking, I believe I can take you, fella. But anyway, <laughs> we get around to the hotel room and go in. And the first thing I do is take towels and immediately start laying them on the floor to make a path from the bed to the bathroom. Oh, I don't wow. like walking on carpet, okay? You don't know what's in that carpet. Hmm. Um, the room looks looks okay, but then I notice there's something dripping down from the light fixture over the lavatory, mm-hmm. and it's not toothpaste. So I'm thinking, eh, I don't know. Um, so while I'm kind of checking that out, I look over, and the bed skirt around the bed is filthy on both sides. Mm. So I tell my husband, I don't think I can stay here tonight. I don't know what's happened. They've changed management. Something's going on. We've never had this this problem before. So I begin calling. I call the State Park. They're booked. You know, it's a holiday weekend. I call several hotels. They're booked. What are we going to do? We're either going to take our free night. Mm. Uh, yeah, nobody Ray goes to Lake Gunnersville on Memorial Day weekend. That yeah, never happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. We know that now. Yeah. We know that now. But anyway, I said, we either take our free night. I did turn the bed covers back. The sheets were not wrinkled. They looked clean. And I said, we either sleep in the car or we, you know, make the best of this one free night. So that's what we did. Early the next morning, of course, I cancel the next two nights immediately because I can't do that the whole weekend. We'll have to turn around and come back home. But anyway, Speedy, you'd have stayed on a free night, wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> well, that'd be tough. Yeah, <laughs> hard to give that free night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, he'd have held on to that. <laughs> it is free. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Jerry, also in Mississippi. Jerry, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, I think what's going on here is Speedy's using this excuse about hair in the tub hmm. to actually cover up him smoking cigarettes and burning holes in towels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you knew I was coming. <laughs> Lee and Florence, WLAY. Lee, go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, youth pastors had a group of kids in Atlanta. Uh, Six Flags had booked the hotel for us. Uh, we were at Six Flags all day. Got to the hotel about 11 o'clock, and there were pimps in the lobby. And uh, <laughs> what, what was in the lobby? Pimps. Oh, there were pimps, pimps in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, That's I had nev- to, never a good sign. To, no. Uh, I had to explain it to the, the sixth graders. Uh, we uh, we went to our rooms. I set my bag down and said, no, we're not staying. <laughs> Got everybody out, and we drove like an hour out of Atlanta to find a hotel. But, I mean, it was it was, uh, oh. it was a very bad hotel to have 30 youth at. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you got a group, guys, I mean, Bubba, you might know something about this. Uh, you got your refund yet? The, 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 <laughs> you mean my donation? <laughs> your donation to the tennis program. It's not good when you got a group. I mean, it just amplifies everything. But at least Speedy was by himself. I mean, you you can be stealth in. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Cincinnati. Chuck standing by. Chuck, welcome to the show, buddy. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, we stayed at a hotel in uh, Kentucky. Good reviews online. Greg will appreciate this. A lot of power trucks there. This is where all the power companies stayed. Oh, boy. We pull in. <laughs> we, go, we drive right past the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Spearmint Rhino. Yeah, give us that name again. That explains again. a lot. Give us the, the name. Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> Spearmint Rhino. 
I, I looked at my wife and I said, you booked this. This is not my fault. She's right. like, it, it got good reviews online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're learning something today. We Review, are. Reviews online don't no, mean no, don't People mean play with these reviews. Uh, the spearmint you can, you can buy <laughs> reviews just like you can buy followers. Amen. Exactly. Uh, Nathan in uh, Jackson, Alabama. Listen, 94.5. Go ahead, Jason. Nathan, I'm sorry. Hey. Hey, buddy. Um, we went to uh, Knoxville to visit some family. And the first hotel, key in that work, that sentence first. First, yeah. yeah. Which means that's not the one we stayed at. <laughs> no. Nah. Mama pulled the sheets up. Oh, boy. And what we thought was a mint scurried under back, back underneath the sheet. Oh, oh, we oh. thought it was a mint. A mint. Oh, oh, it's scurried. Oh, no. So, oh, no. Time Daddy to go. Got back on the phone, found another hotel. It was all right. We stayed. I got up the next morning. I was going to swim in the pool. Well, some redneck had poured like four or five bottles of bubble soap in a dang gum pole. <laughs> it had about four foot of sud sticking up the top. They done stirred it up. would look like a weed eater up on that thing. <laughs> we moved again. <laughs> no. We finally found a good one. Oh, that, that's, that's a double move. Mm. Uh, uh, it's just giving me heat. Aniana, Aniana, we got about 40 seconds. Go ahead. Quickly, I called in Friday told you about my dad's 80th birthday. Yeah. Family of 14 shows up. First question I ask, where's the AC? They say, no AC. No AC? Four bedrooms, no AC. Then we find dog poop on the floor. Then the gentleman brings us three more fans to help pull us down. Then well crickets are crawling all over us. But guess what? We had a great 80th birthday because we had sausage, gravy, and biscuits, big slabs of bologna, uh, salmon patty. What a great weekend to celebrate an 80th birthday in Alabama at the hottest day of the year with no AC. Yeah! Yes, I got it online. Got it online, Airbnb there. Ah, he stayed in a cabin. Gets there, no AC, crickets everywhere. And, and a dog had taken a dump in the middle of the floor. <laughs> well, it happens. How about this? I'm, hey, but you're 80. Yeah, whatever. The good news about being 80, he was probably still comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else was hot. <laughs> it may have been hot for everybody this weekend. Wow. Yeah, I'll talk about that. We'll unpack some weekend stuff when we come back. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show with weekend recaps coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The smell is so bad it make a man want to go back to his ex-wife. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Thanks for being with us. Casper.com. You know, we have the, the unofficial start to summer, and I'm going to tell you what, this weekend where we live... And I know some of you had some really bad weather across the country. I mean, Saturday night, tornadoes, El Reno, Oklahoma. Uh, Sadly, some deaths involved there. Last night, a trail of destruction across Ohio and Indiana. Five million affected by power outages across Ohio. And uh, so a lot of bad weather. And, uh, you know, Span had set it up for us last week. So where we were, we didn't have bad weather, but we had really unseasonably hot for it to be in, in the mid to upper 90s this soon 
uh, in the summer, even for us, was uh, was not unprecedented, but it's not normal. Uh, but uh, anyway, so if, if you're if you're trying to sleep, and of course we went to the point you got to get the fans going, everything. Uh, if you toss and turn and, and you're hot at night, you're not going to sleep well, and that that's why the Casper mattress does such a good job about by making sure that you sleep in a cool environment. Now you certainly can run the AC and try to do a fan all you want to, but to sleep really cool and comfortable, you got to get rid of the heat trapping mattress. You ever wonder about that? I've got everything working in here. I'm keeping the room cool. Why am I still hot under the covers? I'll tell you why. Your mattress is trapping heat. Yeah. And uh, so you need a Casper mattress. Got to breathe, Rick. Got to breathe. Combining those four layers of pressure-relieving foams for all-night comfort. It's softer under your shoulders, firmer under the hips for healthy alignment, and then that breathable foam like Bubba just talked about, designed to keep you cool all summer long. You can get yours right now at 10% off, and they'll let you try it for 100 nights with no obligation to keep it. And if you don't like it, they'll refund you everything. You're out nothing, no shipping, no anything. If you'd like to find out more, go to rickandbubba.com. you also find it under the sponsors. But don't forget, right now, 10% uh, on any purchase uh, with a mattress today. So check that at uh, casper.com. Bubba, so the, the weekend, it was hot and, and where we lived. and uh, But we, uh, we were off uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, so uh, we were trying to figure out what we were going to try to do with, uh, with, you know, it's one of those things where we already had a, a plan for you know summer when we actually going to be off for a week, uh, and we didn't really have any any plans to turn this into anything other than what Sherry and I deemed is we will call it an, uh, a staycation all star weekend, mm-hmm. meaning that we will do a little bit of everything that's available to us. We'll enjoy things that we normally don't have time to enjoy uh, that that we have ourselves. And so what we did uh, is Sherry and I uh, went down and spent a little romantic time at uh, at the farm. Because uh, Sherry, we, we you know the little house down there is like probably done, was made in like in built in the fifties, so we had to replace some windows on it and had to do some upgrades on it and all that. And really, we had not, had not been there yet since we. And that was kind of the beauty because if you don't want to get frustrated with contractors, then don't care when it's going to be finished. Yeah, right. You right, know what I mean? So right. we, we knew we were so busy that we didn't have time to be down there anyway. Uh, unfortunately, the time we got down there is when it's actually hot. But but it was great, and so uh, we, we had uh, she'd done some stuff there and had some stuff finished and has the back porch screened in now with a nice little swing back there. And we went down and and uh, and spent a little time there at the farm. And we actually did some work because we we'd done some work on the barn too. And and I and I sent Speedy the official picture that we had an American flag up for Memorial Day weekend. Yes, I was yeah. so proud yeah. of you. And I saw you did too, Bubba. But yep. he he, I wanted to send him that because you know that was part of us going down to the weekend getting it ready. Yeah. And Speedy said, based on the barn and the flag, he thinks he would stop by our house on the dirt road and want to meet us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I so, mean, that's yeah. I mean, yeah, it, right. it's, it's very it, inviting. If you it. see yeah. the flag, the barn, the little the the pond. The pasture, yeah. I probably would have to stop and just knock on your door. Well, there's one thing we decided to do too, which was really big, and and we have weatherized the barn because it's it normally, and we still you know would have stuff there, but there's no there was no air conditioner or anything, so you'd have to open the two doors. But I mean, if it's if it's 96 degrees, it's still just 96 inside yeah. that barn. You can have the big outdoor cookout all you want to. Everybody's miserable, so mm-hmm. we actually have an air condition in the barn now. When we Filled it in with some insulation and redid the roof. So we we had not gone down there for the big cleaning. You know now you got to clean yeah, it right. and, and to get it. And so Sherry and I worked did that together and, and spent some time there. So we we had a great time. So we had some farm time. Then we did go on to have a cook out there later in the weekend. And the boys came down and and of course again you know with with young Broderick uh, you know he's uh, he's got the the girlfriend Camtastic and uh, <laughs> and and this I love that this name, was by a the biggie way. because. Camtastic was deemed farm worthy. 
Yeah. Oh. So, so Cam, Cam Tastic got to come into the farm for, for the very <laughs> first time and, uh, you know, ride some four-wheelers and kind of, you know, and all that. And I thought that was big and did a little cookout. So we got, we got some farm time in. And then where our farm is located is only 20 minutes from Gary, the bulldozer man's lake house. Hmm. I mean, hey, you know, y'all ain't that far from Lake Mitchell. <laughs> if y'all want to come down there. And I said, well, you know what? I'll, I'll find out. I'll talk to Sherry, see if she wants to do that. And Sherry was like, yeah, I think that would be great. So Gary actually, hey, you bring, you know. Look at that. Hey, Sherry, come down here. I'll take you out on the boat and give you a little boat ride. And, you know, y'all can come down here and we'll cook and do some Boston butts. And, and I'll do some ribs. And, uh, and of course, you know, I like a nice salad. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh-uh. so, uh, so Gary uh, had us down for half a day. And, uh, and we did the um, – and, and, and he wanted me to make a few spiral dogs while we were there, too. Uh, it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, my, the spiral dog, Gary had, you know, I like to buy the, the Angus beef hot dogs and all this. He just had some, and I said, Gary, I'm, I'm not going to do spiral dogs today, you know. Hey, I mean, hey, Heather, you know, I mean, we all, we all want to try them. And so, uh, so, so the, the, these were actually spiral dogs in this picture I made at home uh-huh. on Memorial Day. Yeah. Because everybody, the sons, Brooks was there, Big Love was there, and Young Broderick was there, and of course Camtastic. Sure. So Camtastic got to meet Gary as well, oh, and boy. and and it was like they all acknowledged. I didn't do many of them, and yeah. Dad, will you do like your spiral dogs on Memorial Day? And I said I will. So, but Gary had some delicious ribs. He had he'd cooked a Boston butt for a day and a half. Now Gary, though, you know how he gets antsy about stuff. Mm-hmm. I had clearly said, Gary, we're we're going we're going to church Sunday morning. We're going to come down to the farm. I'm going to cook lunch for everybody at the farm. Going to do some hamburgers out on the grill. Camtastic's coming down to see the farm. The boys are going to be there. And then we'll do evening at the lake. Like? You know, like I, I, I thought the, five early, o'clock. the earliest I'd be there would be four, but yeah. mainly five. I don't leave you a lot of time to boat. Hey, though. 1 p.m., <laughs> 1 p.m. Hey, y'all left yet? <laughs> I'm like, Gary, where did you get that? I was, I, I, I could have made him a got there. Hey, y'all ain't left yet? And I'm like, Gary, it's blazing hot, and and we're right. riding four wheel down this, and then you know we let 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 let's get down there when it's not so hot. Yeah, because uh, it doesn't get dark till eight o'clock, you know, and I'd rather ride the boat late in the afternoon anyway. And uh, so anyway, so we did. We got down there and. And uh, and I I warned everybody. I said, "Now look, see that ain't enough time to ride the boat for me." You know, yeah, you know, Betty will tell you. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, I, 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 I'll I, take you out there for hours. Yeah, I like to ride in the boat about half the time you want to ride in it. You know, because <laughs> maybe a quarter. Yeah, at one point I look around, I go, and we are still riding the boat. You're doing yes. a great boat ride. Yes, still. Yeah. 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 and it's fun, and I do enjoy it. I just don't enjoy it as long as Bubba does. I yeah. I've got a timer that goes off, and I'm kind of like, all right, I'm. Well, I'm we've seen it. I'm, I'm ready to get out of the boat. And uh, so, uh, so anyway, we um, uh, when and I told uh, young Broderick's girlfriend, Camtastic, I said, just be ready for anything from Gary. Just, just know that if yeah, you, yeah, you know, you yeah, know it's yeah. coming. It's kind that he's invited us down here, but he's invited us down here into his trap. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, and, yeah. And and, and he, he's got a nice setup. It was very kind of him to do that, and we had a great time. But sure enough, hey, hey, little Cam, little Cameron, you can go over and get get us some in plates. And oh, I thought, well, here it is. Yeah, yeah. And God love her. She opened up that, that pantry and just some kind of rat ran out on her, you know, fake rat. Right. And he's got tied to a string. Right. And she screamed and all that. And I said, well, I hope we've got that behind us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's all. And, and, I, and, I, and I knew that. Hey, <laughs> and, you know, and Gary cooks like, like, he must be like your dad was, Bubba, because 
you know, Gary, Gary, he, he cooks as if a military is coming. Right. You know, right. Hey, yeah. hey, and I said, Gary, why would we be adding to what, what you have for us? We're never going to eat all this. Hey, we, Gwen's going to have some of my tater salad, and we're going to have some baked beans, and we're going to have some ribs, and we're going to have a Boston butt. And I'm like, Gary, why don't you do some of them hot dogs and some hamburgers? I said, Gary, we don't need hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's only you, Gwen, your daughter, and your granddaughter, and then the four. There's only eight of us total. I mean, you know, and uh, so. Well, you know what? I like to cook, Rick, so I have leftovers. Right. Well, See, I'll reheat. Yeah, so so we did that. For days. Then we, uh, we spent some time hanging out at the pool. Uh, at home, just just chilling there. We hadn't done that this year, so that was great. And then we we were just talking in the audience because actually uh, some of the audience is friends too. You you remember Fire Marshal Megan who yeah. was an yeah. oh, intern? Yeah. Well, her she and her sisters kept our kids um, from the time they were like little bitty, you know, till they didn't need anybody to stay with them anymore. So we you know Fire Marshal Megan was first, and she got married. Then we went to Lindsay, the second sister. She got married, and then we went to Natalie. Uh, and, and of course, Natalie was, uh, and, and Lindsay both when they were keeping is when, when Bronner was here and his birthday was Monday. And, and so in a very cool twist of fate, uh, Natalie, who had kept our boys had a, a son hmm. on Bronner's birthday. And so, wow. uh, so, so, so we got that word wow. and that was very emotional for her and us. Yeah. And we got to go see the baby. Look at that. Colin Ray Stanfield is here and buddy, he came in the world with some drama. I mean, oh, really? well, that was one of the things, cool because uh, she thought she had another week uh, and didn't even have really any labor pains. Now, Sherry thinks it may be tied to her going to a shrimp bowl uh, the day that this happened <laughs> uh-huh. and eating and eating andouille sausage. Uh, but but anyway, that the uh, but the baby went from, hey, I'm the doctor says I'm way up here and you got another week to I am I am at the door and I am here. Wow. Here I come. And they they had a mm. quite a dramatic scene. Of getting him here, mm. and uh, I, I was talking to her husband Chris, who also helped keep the kids when they were they were dating, and uh, he said this really sums it up. When they put on the all the information at the hospital, yeah. who delivered the baby, they just simply wrote ambulance driver. Oh, wow. <laughs> he wow. said he said there were one of three people that called him when he came out, and we don't know who gets credit for it. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's like we we had to go back ambulance and look. Driver. But it, but it made it like that made it like one something in the morning, and they both looked at each other and said, they said call the time, and they called it at one fifteen a.m. on the twenty seventh, and they were like. He was born on the same day that Ronner was born, oh, and so that was that was kind of a real emotional yeah. tie to that family and all they've been meant to us. Yeah. So congratulations to Chris and Natalie Stanfield wow. on Colin Ray arriving. So we had a little bit of everything. I mean, we, we had a, an active weekend. We touched <laughs> them all. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without a All right, so eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. 866, we be big as our number. Thanks for being with us today. So, uh, so Bubba, I know you had um, you, you two had a big four-day weekend, so, so what happened? Well, Rick, uh, we tried to stay cool the best we could. It was, and, it was, uh, it was a hot one. We, but this is a good time for you yeah. to be on Blood Thinners. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. You don't, it's not near as bad. Matter of fact, I was cold when I went inside. So, can, can you I know. tell you something? I saw a picture of you in your boat and you had a light jacket on and it, it made me furious. A light jacket? How can I you don't be think cold? I had a jacket on. It looked right. like you had some white light jacket oh, right there. Was, is that not a jacket? No, that's, uh, that's a, that, uh, you know those shirts I wear with all the pockets on them? Okay, that's not a jacket. Yeah, it's just Thank the, the phone sitting in front of me. I okay. guess it looks Thank like Thank the Lord. A... I thought it was a light jacket, and I was going to uh, lose my mind. No, it's not outside. Not Good, outside. No way. No. Because no. if you had a light jacket on that weather, you and I, we're going to have a talk. Well, you know, the only <laughs> good thing, and, and we were just talking about it on a pontoon, you know, you get to moving, you you can get cooled off, but sure. you got to keep moving. Yeah, boy, you do. You don't want to stop for long. You do not want to stop. Keep on rolling. But uh, the kids had a lot of folks over, and Several crews came in and out over the weekend, so it was uh, it was rather busy. Did you have a good time? Oh, we did. We had a great time. It, it was uneventful, and that's good news. Yes, and, uh, yes. But you know, we had kids there from Auburn and Alabama and LSU, and you know, everybody's getting along. It's really nice. That was good. That was good. <laughs> the SEC comes together yeah. on a pontoon boat. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. Did you see? And Adler pulled this picture up. Did you see the guy that sent us what I call grilling perfection? I mean, he's got his Rick and Bubba spatula. Said it's two years old, oh, and I want you to look at this picture. This is Bobby, Woo. a listener. Spiral mm-hmm. dogs to our left, to, so they're to the left. Yep. He's got okra up on top right. See the okra up there? Mm-hmm. He's got his hamburgers working over there to the right on the bottom, and then it looks like he's got zucchini or something up there yeah, top left. Yeah, something healthy in there. And look, look right there, <laughs> the Rick and Bubba spatula right yeah. in the middle of it. It's just working it. I got to tell you, that right is there. that's grilling perfection right there. Can I tell you, it, it was so picture. hot this weekend, I declared I'm not grilling any. We're going to have to work on the inside stuff. And, you know, when it drops back to 90, I might yeah. go back out there. I was, like, a, maybe. I was a grilling machine this weekend. <laughs> it's too hot. An absolute grilling machine. Were you? Yeah, well – we we made you know we had one of those things where you kind of go in and you and you live on the edge a little bit you have to understand when you decide to go to farm life it's you know where we live and i like this about where we live in 30 minutes the culture completely changes oh, i mean yeah, in 30 yeah. minutes you you've gone to a different culture completely and so you Rick, know it may be more like 15 and so 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 i uh, <laughs> I, I you know I, we were getting ready cuz Sherry and i stayed down at the farm most of the weekend you know, you you got to get your supplies down there. Uh-huh. You know, and so I go to get hamburger meat, and you know, not where we normally would get it. Okay, and <laughs> and so we're getting ready to grill, and Sherry's going to do the patties, and this is when the the boys are coming down after church, and and Camtastic's coming down for you know experience the the first you know Mister Burgess burgers on the grill, and <laughs> and Austin Sherry goes, oh boy, and I said what? She goes, this meat says best sold by yesterday. Uh-oh. And I was like, Sherry, Uh-oh. what in the world? And I, and I said, we looked at it. Well, that's said, close enough. Yeah, and I said, well, it smells all right. <laughs> it's best. But yeah. for some reason, everybody I – mean, Sherry said – now, the boys were not crew. She said it was not my best work on the burgers. I, oh, you know, really? Well, you know, and, and it's just like, you know, it, it, charcoal versus gas, you know, it's two different games. And I'm charcoal at the farm, and I'm gas at home. And I had my heat like I liked it, and I, th- I thought they turned up. She, did, she didn't think they were as good as they normally are. And I will say that they didn't – Something about them they didn't have to probably because they were it was old meat might have had a lot to do with it but <laughs> but 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 nobody got sick so it worked it, yeah. it seemed to work out okay went with but, it and now you, my you my, can't cook it into good meat you no. just can't do it. now my spiral dogs on Memorial Day everybody has said that the, this batch belongs in the spiral dog Hall of Fame it, hmm. it was 
and see, that's the thing. Gary was asking me to make some of his. Hey, you got to do some inspired dogs. But, but but the problem was I was on the road and I'm on Gary's grill yes, and, and I've got I've got some pack of weenies. I don't know where they the road. I don't really know the road's tough. And then get, you know, and Gary got. Bird. Hey Gary, can I tell you this? Gary, we love you, but everything ain't got to be made from scratch. <laughs> hey, no, no, I don't use I don't use store bought barbecue sauce. He said I uh-uh. I'm, I make mine from scratch. And so Sherry tried it, and it was very good on the pulled pork. And and Sherry said, Well, Gary, what, how do you make this? You ever heard Gary describe anything? <laughs> well, you, what you want to do is you get you start out with like a little mustard base. I like a little mustard base, and then you get, and you got to be sure you get some minced minced onion. And I said, What did you say? Minced onion. Minced. I said, What what kind of onions? Minced. <laughs> You know, you minced them. What is that? You minced them. <laughs> so what is he saying? And then finally his wife said, he's saying minced onions is what he's saying. Minced. So he's got his own sauce. Of course. Yeah. So he's got it over in some pot on the <laughs> – sure. hey, it, it won't kill us to buy some store-bought. Yeah, well, I mean, we've something. come a long way. Yeah. We do that, Rick. Right. <laughs> no, I, make, I, like to make oh. it, I like to make it from scratch. The bullseye don't hurt nobody. And he, now he did make up banana pudding. That's good. Good yeah. gracious. Yeah. That That's number good. one? Yeah. Oh, huh? me. Now, I'm going to make a little bit of Niner pudding if y'all want some. <laughs> Sherry's like, well, I can't. Gary, don't. No, I mean, you got to try it, Sherry. I want you to. Try this a little bit of Niner pudding. Does he have nervous voice when he talks to her? How long did he cook? Because I know he's scared. He cooked for days. So he he cooked not. a feast. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't, but I mean, I was only bringing down, you know, Four people. <laughs> See, with my dad, it wasn't it wasn't the the mm-hmm. the wideness of the spread. Yeah. It was the depth because he was used mm-hmm. to cooking for four and five hundred people at a time. Mm-hmm. So you know, we made everything in a fifty gallon drum. Yeah. Yes, I said, well, <laughs> plenty of it. My, my favorite Gary, my favorite Gary, Gary moment is how he does Gwen. Of course, Gwen his wife don't pay attention to him. So we go of by in the boat. He's taking Sherry out for a boat ride, and we go by. She's in Gwen sitting out on the pier and he goes, you better get up out here and get that food started. <laughs> look like that. And then like Gwen just rolls her eyes and just sits there. <laughs> get up out here and get. Get. Like that. <laughs> so, yeah. We're getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, she, she makes a good tater salad. <laughs> How about Gwen's potato salad was number one, too, by the way. The food was great, and he's a great host. And, a lot but, you know, it. all over the lake, it's everybody knows Gary. Yeah. Sure they do. I mean, you you don't. No, Vera, that's a buddy of mine. You know, like that. And then he, he shows me all the houses, mm-hmm. all the all who who's behind that and who's this. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's, he's the legend there on the lake. Yeah. Gary's a legend everywhere he <laughs> I is. I mean, right? buddy, i got to tell you what. You think he didn't have his sleeveless Rick and Bubba University uh, shirt on? Just, rocking. I mean, just absolutely blazing. So, But we had a good time and, and spent some quality time. He's got a great view. Where he, I like his yeah, view. Though. Looking out over the lake, it looks real good. Pretty good. And, and he showed Sherry how he fixed it up inside. <laughs> what I did is I get, got these over here and these two by fours. You know how he it, oh, yeah. yes, funny. And of course, he, he has this TV in there that all it ever has on is westerns. <laughs> yeah. Now, I like the good western. Oh, he loves the good western. <laughs> Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Speedy and the real Greg Burgess are here. Helmsy's on vacation. 
Adler's back. Got live YouTube for you. We all enjoyed a nice four-day weekend, and we've been recapping the weekend a little bit for you. Get a few stories from the weekend. There's still much more to go. Rick and Bubba University students today. Jimmy 92 Tron here. Diesel Dixon and Dulio. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Hey, I do want to go to show notes today. If some of you, believe it or not, before you know it, Father's Day is going to be here. And I've had a lot of people asking, I guess it was probably about two years ago now, I think. Maybe a little less than that. Uh, when Andy Blanks and I got together and wrote the 40-day devotional, How to Be a Man, the Pursuit of a Christ-Centered Masculinity, that took uh, eight characteristics that, you know, because if you think about it, there's only one example of how to be a man that has no flaws, and that's when God became one. And so we focused on what the Bible says a man is, not what the world says a man is. And, of course, we know we got a, a great problem in this country. And so there's been a lot of folks asking, when, when is going to be the next installment uh, in this series? And it is available now. Uh, I wrote the forward on this, but Andy Blanks and Brian Gill, Brian joined us. I want to try to keep providing good curriculum uh, for men. There's so little men's curriculum that is available, and sadly one of the reasons is you don't see people who make curriculum do a lot of men's curriculum. You know why? They, ain't even, they don't think there's any money in it. Uh, and, but but that's to me, if we could solve a lot of problems, uh, and that, that's clear of all the surveys that we've done, if you just disciple men, from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. You know, the biggest problem with any man is, number one, he may be lost, and if he's made a decision, uh, w- what's happening now? Is this man being discipled? Uh, every indication is it would be important to do so, so we definitely want to do our part. Iron Hill Press and Burgess Ministries teaming up for the next installment uh, on the How to Be a Man series, and this one is How to Be a Man Learning from Real Men of the Bible. And, we'll, and this time, like we did the eight characteristics that, Christ calls us to in the first one. This one, we take Joseph, Joshua, David, Elijah, John the Baptist, Peter, and Paul, uh, and we unpack these men as examples to us of, of how to be a man. So this one will focus on eight men from the Bible. And if you want to get this for somebody for Father's Day, you just simply go to the link at rickandbubba.com and show notes or go to howtobeamanchallenge.com. That website will have the new book there. And if you do the pre-order and you order it before Tuesday, June the 11th, uh, I will autograph all those copies to the men that you'll be giving that to. So that's available beginning today, and I'll keep reminding you about that as we get close to that cutoff of June the 11th. But if you want to go look at that now, you can. Installment number two in the How to Be a Man series, this one, Learning from Real Men of the Bible. All right, so Bubba, we as we come back, um, I, we were asking this question. We talked about this weekend, the sad story of um, Bart Starr passing away at 85. We talked about... For those of you that are SEC sports fans, and especially if you're an Auburn fan, Rod Bramlett and his wife, um, the horrific car crash that took their lives, and and there's a 16-year-old that's still, I don't know an update on this person, but I know that they're hurt badly as well. Uh, and, and one that we left out from over the weekend, too, that really is somewhat of a controversial figure for Red Sox fans is Bill Buckner passed away at 69. Now, this Bill Buckner thing, I was asking all of you, um, look, the man's passed away, and we're talking about a game here, but you can't ignore that name is famous. Even though he had a great career, he had a not-so-wonderful moment yeah. that and cost the Red Sox. It may be the worst time you could have him. Uh, at that time, they had not won one and thought they were cursed. Yeah, and, and Buckner missing this, what many think was a routine play. Uh, 
<laughs> has that now been lightened a little bit since the Sox have gone on to win World Series? I, I think it would. You know, uh, if they well, still it, had never won one, and it was just because a lot of it may have had to do with that play, yeah. right? But now it, it's better. But I think he, you know, he kind of lived in the infamy of missing this easy oh, roller. Is this bad that we're playing this after the man's passed away? Well, that's what he was known for. Little roller up along first, behind the bag, it gets through Buckner. Well, he can't and believe it. Knight and the Mets win it. That's a tough one. Let me tell you, I, that movie Fever Pitch, and this was before yeah. the Red Sox won the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon, yeah. uh, when when he, when they find him in his apartment watching the Buckner thing over and over again. <laughs> And uh, and they said they thought they'd got every copy, and he had stashed some. Golly, uh, so man played in the league twenty two years. Yeah, yeah had, had over two thousand seven hundred and fifteen <laughs> hits. All, all I want to say all. throughout his entire career, I saw some crazy stat last right. night. Um, <laughs> I think he only struck out like four percent of his, all of his at bats. That's unbelievable. And, and, and we, it was like but four, we remember four point <laughs> something percent was his strikeout. We give him nothing. No. Why? This was a phenomenal baseball yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. Just, Ricky, boy, I think they, now, Rick, according it. to last night, they said, uh, I think um, uh, the uh, the Red Sox were hosting um, the Cleveland Indians last night, and in the broadcast when they were talking about it, I think he said he had to move his family to Idaho right. or something well, it was and get away from Boston. Yeah, they didn't take it. Well. Yeah. Well, at that time, they were so frustrated, and they thought they had Guys, it. I mean, that's Y'all, just – Y'all, it just – it looked right like did it hit the lip or something and yeah, just, it didn't bounce the way it was. It was so close to the bag. That that could be uh, distracting. Uh, well, but, I mean – He was a great player. You I just mean, told me he was a great player. Him. Then you say that, he, that this, this play was one he shouldn't have made. <laughs> I mean, if you're a great well, player, this is routine. I remember this. I was watching. I remember A I ball remember bouncing this. that close to the bag is very distracting. Yeah. And it could have took a little kick or something. Let's look at it again. Why are we doing this? The man – I don't know, Rick. I have no idea. Coming up. Keep in mind, Rick, they were three outs from winning the whole thing. I know. Look, Bubba, right here. That's the same high bouncer like that, too. No, no. Looks like it's it's settled down. I understand what you're saying if it had kept going like that, but it's settled down there for for an easy scoop. He's looking up and he lifted his glove off the ground. Mm. He was looking up. Anybody can miss a ground ball. No, they, sure they can. You just don't want to miss that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Not you're talking about force from... a game seven that they end up losing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. No, they would have won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they get so. them out. And keep in mind, they think they're cursed they're just, right now, and they think they're about to right. finally win. They had not won a World Series. Yeah, it didn't like yeah. now when they've – Stacked a few. Right. But not, I'm going to say, not forget on the two-two count with oh, two yeah. outs. It was they threw a pass, a wild pitch. Yeah, here scored on a pass ball to tie it up. Mm-hmm. To tie it up, that right there. So but nobody remembers that. Yeah, that's All right? true. Yeah, but but what? That's I'm, a good time not to have your name on the back of your jersey. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know is his death now? It does not as his his career not as tainted now that they've gone on to win. I think so. You know, I think you're right because you know the fact that they have finally won won a few. Yeah, but he had to move his family. If they still hadn't won one by now. I know. Whoa. <laughs> I know. But he's uh, – how about that? Bill wow. Buckner has gone on in. But he's just forever known for that That's play. all. Yeah, I mean, that's it, all it's, I think. It's that's a shame. Fair, it's a way. shame. It's not fair. Him and Jim Marshall. <sighs> you know, Marshall. Yeah, wrong way Marshall. W- w- wrong way Marshall. Marshall had Rick, this – We're inc- all familiar with the Minnesota Vikings problems. <laughs> but what <laughs> I'm talking about is Marshall, out. again, this is a good had analogy. Had a good career. Good he point. had an incredible career and was a dominant player. 
and then he makes one goof play, and, and now everybody, it's all everybody talks about. Yeah. I, w- the topic is, should we look at people's body of work? Yes, we should, Rick. Do we know, but we should. Now, I, I was looking at he passed away. Did you, you said he had suffered from Lewy body dementia? Does anybody know what yeah, that is? I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, that. have y'all heard of that? You mm-hmm. have? So is that just a, one of the many kinds of dementia? This one's uh, – I had not heard Lewy body dementia before. But, again, two – Oh, okay. Robin Williams. Had, is that what you're saying? Robin Williams. Had? Is that what he was suffering with there toward the end? So, 2,705 hits. Five Rick, he was an All Star. Finished in the top 20 of MVP 22 voting. Years. 22 years. That's a good career. 22 years, and he can't get past one booted play. How about if you're How about if you're if you're Mookie if you're Mookie Wilson and you roll over one and it, and it grounds out to first? You're thinking, well, Dad gum it. I know. I it's know. over, and you're running down yeah, the baseline. You're still trying to dig because. You want to get there, but you're thinking, you're thinking gosh, here we go. mighty. And you get one. Of, it up. What's bad, too, is because of its gigantic, enormous moment, you got Vince Scully telling everybody about it. Oh, oh I know. I know. It. Oh, it gets by Buckner. <laughs> we'll be back. UFOs, Bubba? I know. I know. Hard to believe they're back again. And a Bigfoot in Georgia. Rick we'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. A brand new update coming involving uh, one of look on our show. You bring up UFOs and Bigfoot, you got something. <laughs> you throw a little Black Panther in there, you got yourself a show mixed with a snake. <laughs> Drop a snake story in and one pro wrestling, and uh, you got it. it. And the show is done. You, you got a day. You got it done. Well, when I heard you guys talking that these UFO sightings were nothing to be concerned about. I just laughed. Uh, but anyway, so... Um, I just laughed, guy. Oh, yeah. He's emailed again, said he apologized. Is mean, he still laughing? Didn't mean to offend, uh, but and then gave us a complete diatribe on how foolish you were to think the Earth was round again. Because he just laughed. Y'all, Rick, I can't... I, and I, that we've been to the moon and back. I can't... I don't think I'd spend any more time with flat Earth people. I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm I'm killing brain cells. Right. You know what I mean? I just can't do it. I heard you guys talking about the multiple pictures that we took <laughs> from the moon and on our way to the moon. Now the earth in your opinion. Look right, <laughs> I just laughed. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, uh, oh, and again, still trying to figure out if you were going to make up a space exploration. I just continue to make up all kinds of stories. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Went, I would have gone to Mars. I would have gone to Saturn. I would have found me a methane ocean to swim in. Yeah, I'd have sur- surfed on Saturn's rings. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Trump sure. says we will be going to Mars very soon, though. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. If he very says soon, it, he's right? decided. You look yeah. out. All right, very so, soon. So now let's get to this story. That, that We've got the Navy pilots. Now, Rick, here's the thing. We hear, first off, let's get our definitions correct. Oh, UFO means unidentified flying object. That does not mean an alien from another planet, okay? No. That just means something in our atmosphere. We don't know what it is. We've had a number of pilots from the U.S. Navy come forward and say that they uh, were seeing UFOs on regular, uh, at regular times during training over American airspace between 20 20- 14 and 2015. One of them, Lieutenant Ryan Graves, said he saw a UFO on an almost daily basis in airspace off the eastern seaboard between Florida and Virginia. He said these would reach altitudes of 30,000 feet, flew at supersonic speeds without leaving any 
visible engine exhaust. Um, and as we've said before, speed doesn't kill you, but the stops and starts do. So right. the, the, some of these maneuvers they were making are incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, all that sounds good, but here's the next part of this. He actually provided footage from the plane. Yeah, and um, it's, <laughs> which is, one's a bit uh, – uh, we got some bleep pretty in good, here. Pretty good footage. Uh, yeah. the, uh, this is actually just – Got some dinner music going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, that's 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 right. Right. I bought the wrong thing. Now there might be some language in this. Shit out! Did they bleep it? Mm-hmm. No, I took an auto track. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, dude! Wow. So that so that that's the footage that they're providing. It's about thirty two seconds of footage. Something comes through. They're locked onto something. You see it over the water, traveling at very high speed. Oh yeah. See, the pilots are very worried about it. Yeah. Uh, but but it is it is interesting that they are seeing something there that no one apparently... Now, you know, it could be alien intelligence. Now, we're not talking about spacemen. It could be foreign powers. I mean, you should be concerned about anything we don't know what it is flying over or near our airspace. You know, it was hard to say to tell what they were saying. It was what the expletive is that thing, and then it then goes, it's rotating. Uh, they're discussing... And, hey, look at that thing. That's what they were saying. Uh, but it was, hey, what is that? Look at the freeze frames of it. Go, go where he's got it blown up back. Yeah, look at that. And then look at the next one, too. Kind of, It kind of looks like a, a fancy bird, for lack of a better term. It looks like it has some wings on it of some type. When but, I heard Bubba But moving, moving yeah. at almost... Gotcha. What what did they say? Three thousand miles an hour on one of these? Two thousand? Some supersonic speed. All right, why are we being so cavalier and so so lighthearted about about the fact that something's flying in our airspace that we don't know what it is at a very high rate of speed? <laughs> mm. It you seems know, like that'd be a little more concerning. Well, yeah, yeah. You, would yeah think. You, you think that you know the the red lights would come on to battle stations or something? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just I don't know. Maybe it's so common they don't they don't get. I'm sure they see a lot of things they don't know what it is. So when he yeah. lo- when he locked on it like that, does that mean he could have fired on it if he wanted to? And he's got it. He's caught up to it. Uh, I, I don't know exactly. It's clear he was tracking it though. He, he got, Our electronics was following it, so I, I would assume there was some ability there. He got very fired up when he when he yeah. got it locked in. Yeah. yeah, I think exactly it was. Uh, well, who got it? Ha ha ha. Is that, what he, oh, yeah. is that what he said? Yeah, that's what we're. That's followed the, by ha ha ha. Yeah, that's what they're. Uh, that's the printout but, here. But the thing that, showing it. that I guess is concerning, whatever it is, um, and it and it may be other military things of ours that, that you know they may be running some kind of test or trying to see how they would respond to it. Who knows? But the fact it's over the the seaboard that would be you know Washington D.C. area, and we have a lot of military bases up and down the East Coast, so. That, that that's kind of concerning a little bit. When I heard you and Bubba talking about this, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I just, I just laughed. 
Uh, we also, Bubba, to add to it, Bigfoot today. Oh, my goodness. Come on. We got Bigfoot in Georgia. So we got UFOs, and then Bigfoot sightings, possible Bigfoot in northeast Georgia, complete with another footprint. When the moon hangs high on the breast of the lake, and the bite of the wind is like a slap in the face, a legend of horror lurks in the haze. It's Bigfoot. Bubba, on a Facebook page in Georgia, we have the picture of a giant foot print. We have a person saying that they put on the brakes when they saw what he describes as a very dark, seven to eight foot tall, hairy, two legged creature with the coarse, unforgettable pointed head. Oh, the old pointed head, right? Along the shoulder of a road into the woods, it ran about 8.30 p.m. Monday, May 20th, between Elijah and Blue Ridge, Georgia. So, um, you know, here's a footprint, but you never, you don't know where the Gary's been over there with his fake yeah, yeah. foot. Running around, you never know. But uh, it's a big old foot. It if, is. If that's really, you know, not fabricated and made up. I mean, if the picture's real, we got us a big foot. But, I mean, you don't know whether that footprint was fake mm-hmm. or you don't know that. But if, if Bigfoot enthusiasts saying this is exactly the description you would have with a Bigfoot sighting. So um, I, I wish that we had footage other than just this this footprint. Right. Yeah. But uh, any of you that uh, listen or watch in that area, maybe there's more. But right now it's just – and this is how Bigfoot News runs. This is off of a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wish we could get just a little more hard evidence in one of these yeah, cases. Yeah, you know, that that's right, right, yeah. Yeah, we seem like we're always just missing that, you know, that piece of evidence we need. Yeah, like a body. <laughs> it's always just one Bigfoot arm out of reach. You well, know, look, we have the film, and again, we've said it a thousand times. What's it called again? What, what's Patterson? If the Patterson, Patterson film is is not fabricated, then there there's such thing as Bigfoot. If it's fabricated, then there probably isn't. It was a great job. Bottom of the hour. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, and phone troll time. Here we go. A long distance directory assistance. Thirty seconds a pop. The largest number of people in the shortest amount of time, and lines are available. And you can dial us up right now. And uh, whatever you want to talk about, you're programming the show right now. So we're handing it over to you. And I got to warn you, big boy's looking. There's an audience listening. So you want to stay away from shameless plugs and meaningless shout outs because that's probably a little more self involved than we're looking for here in the old phone show. And it will garner an instant buzzer. Otherwise, you got 30 seconds if, uh, if, they, if your call needs to be expanded on. Uh, Bubba and Speedy ha- are toting a timeout. Uh, Helmsy gave his to Speedy, and we can stop uh, the troll for a- expansion on the call twice, but no more than twice. So go ahead and get your thoughts together, and as you're dialing up now, the interns will get you ready to go. I do want to point you to alabamaroadtrips.com. If you don't love a good old-fashioned road trip, then don't sign up. But if you want to come in to, to beautiful Alabama and see um, really a wonderful, wonderful trip, I mean, it really has a little bit of everything in it. It's got canyons, caves, and waterfalls, and it's a great family 
uh, trip for a family of four. Uh, we'll give it away on Monday, July 15th, but you can now register for it. It'll include a $1,000 gift card for, for meals and shopping, and you'll go to some of the most beautiful places in our home state of Alabama. Also find the link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. You can also find it, as you can imagine, under the Contest page. So it's time for another Alabama Road Trip from alabamaroadtrips.com, and it might as well go to you and your family. Angela in Georgia. We'll get we'll get us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Hello, Angela. Go right ahead. Hey, I was just going to call and let you know that at uh, Blue Ridge, that's Ella J. Ella J. Mm. Ella J. Georgia. LJ. You ever seen Bigfoot? Ella J. Georgia. You ever seen Bigfoot in and around there? I have not. You smelled him? Nope. Okay, I'm just checking. Hey, it's a big can story. I say one other thing? Sure. I was going to tell Speedy, my daughter goes to school with his son at JSU, and they were pickleball partners in one of their classes. Oh, boy. What does that mean? Pickleball, pickleball? partners. It's kind of like sure. a little takeoff of tennis. Oh, is it? It's a little mini tennis deal. Oh, See, you knew that. There yeah. you go. It's always good to have a tennis expert there here. It is. When I heard pickleball. Bubba discussing pickleball, <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> right, I, I don't know. I know some people play it on a tennis court. At that, that explains how he made the dean's list this year. <laughs> <laughs> Missy <laughs> in, a in pickleball. Kentucky. <laughs> Missy, go ahead. 30 seconds. And you're paying for it. Yeah. Hey, Rick. I just wanted to tell you that I watched that Sam Elliott movie that you were talking about, the uh, man that killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs> uh, it was a little strange, but I was impressed that there was not a single cuss word in the whole movie, and you don't ever find that anymore. Yeah, it's almost like you can't – can we ever land where a show doesn't have all that in it, but it's also not really strange? I mean, just yeah. something uh, – the, the movie just – it just felt odd. But you're right. You're right about that. Uh, we continue. Eight, who would have ever thought a movie called that would be strange? <laughs> yeah. Kent Indicator 100.3, The River. Kent, go ahead. 30 seconds. How are you? Kent. I must say, I need to give Groom, uh, Rick the grill master salute. We tried spiral dogs for the first time. Huge hit. Family loves hot dogs now. So thank you, Rick. Oh, boy. I think the spiral dog, what it carries, the spiral dog is the Rick and Bubba food. You just don't expect it to be all that great. And then you try it and you're like, you know what? That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I mean, it's because everybody always thinks, oh, Sam, I am. It's just so simple. Well, yeah, sometimes the simplest things are the most delicious. Yeah. And well, thank you for that. I did have one guy, Justin. You know, I got to show you Bobby's glorious grilling situation one of our audience members but then there's justin <sighs> he tried to do spiral dogs over M- memorial day they emailed me about it and he said I, I did exactly what you said i followed the instructions that are on the website but my wife made some homemade dip inside that's really really good he made probably a big one like us and he got in there and he said i got forgot the, about got, and he said i forgot about him i came back came back <laughs> And all I had was a bunch of spiral fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You got to stay beside them, Rick. He said, he said, I burned them to a crisp. You can't walk off and leave <laughs> So we continue. 866-WE-BE-BIG. David Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. David, go ahead. Uh, Rick, just a word of caution to you for next time. Yeah. When you do your Vin Scully impersonation, careful that it don't bleed over into your Beth Bowens. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Golden ticket seats already caught that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they ben told me. Had that. A hint of Beth to it. Yeah. If, if you could just do Vin Scully saying it got by Chandler Cox. <laughs> oh no! I think that would 
Mookie with a little routine grounder to first shot against my Buckner. Hey, he takes on the Chandler Cox. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. By the way, I've, I've gotten so many quotes over the uh, during softball season. Oh, she calls softball, a lot man. of softball. Yep. Back to back racks. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you want to say that in women's softball. No. There's two home runs back to back. I think yeah. I'd leave that out of women's right. softball. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a woman could say it, but I don't think oh, yeah. it's Beth, right? We continue. Alabama, was that Alabama's call? They had back to back this past week. I think it was. Oh no. <laughs> we continue. Eight six six. We be big. Sean in Mississippi. Sean. Sean, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, guys. hey. Uh, man. When I, when I was ten years old, my dad's best friend was a vice cop out in L.A., and he come and picked. Uh, me up with his son, who I played football with, at 5 o'clock in the morning and took us to Dodger Stadium and dropped us off in, at a wall and said, don't move, stay here. And uh, he was gone about an hour and a half, and he was a vice undercover vice cop. He's busting somebody to get great tickets for us to go to the 73 World Series playing Oakland A's. Right, you, so you... while we're standing... By this door, Ron Say and Bill Buckner come out and shooting the bull and talking this, that, and the other. And one of them goes to out to their car and gets something. Well, Buckner comes over and gives us an autograph on our hat. And it was just the wildest day. I mean, unbelievable. Free tickets, 10 years old, 73 World Series. Did, did this start? He's saying that somebody knew in law enforcement busted somebody, took their tickets, and Is, gave them to you? I think sound. that's where that went, right? Yeah, this. This guy's my dad's best friend was a vice cop. Got okay. that. But he had he had security duty that day at Dodger Stadium. So he comes by, picks me up. He tells my dad, "Hey, does Sean want to go to the World Series today? I'm taking Kurt." Picks us up and drops us off at Dodger Stadium, and he's just roving around the parking lot looking for scalpers for about an hour and a half. Okay, so he he, he busted a scalper and gave you the tickets. Busted some scalpers. Okay, and got us the. What is his normal job, though? <laughs> Thank you. Sir, Thank you. Sir, let me tell you uh, something that you should uh, – let me tell you a phrase. He's a vice you, guy. That he should never adopt. <laughs> that ne- sir, because this, this phrase is not made for you. To make a long story short, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a simple – he busted a scalper and got me tickets is, is really what we needed on that second question. Yeah. But uh, but Bubba gave a timeout up, so guy. we got the – Well, one. I wanted to hear it. No, well, yeah. That yeah. is pretty neat. It is neat. We I bet he'll remember I, that forever. I think it was illegal, but uh, sure. sure. Not sure. You talking about his strong arms? Somebody and took the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris and Vernon. Chris, go ahead. Thirty Maybe seconds. Maybe some of these stories about the LAPD we need to look at. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he was a vice cop. Was he undercover? Chris, go ahead. What's he doing? Tickets. Yes, I was just curious. I was just curious about the uh, relief factor you were talking about uh, last week. Okay, can you be more specific? <laughs> Like, what, uh, what do you mean? Can you tell a little bit more about it specifically? What it does? Is it a pill? Is it a powder? What is it? It's a pack of supplements that are in one little pack, and they're all capsules. Uh, and it uh, and all of them fight inflammation in the body and the body's reaction to that. Next segment, my pillow. <laughs> I thought I thought somebody said, "Hey, I got some. Let me tell you what yeah, happened." Yeah, yeah, he wanted the yeah. continuation you know of what? the commercial. I've never had one. anybody ask, "Could you continue on that commercial <laughs> that you did last week?" I hadn't even done it today. Last week. Well, it's been on his mind, yeah. Rick. Well, you know what? I don't blame well, you. Yeah. Too, but I love it. How's he take it? That's what he wants to know. Uh, wants to Ed know. in Birmingham. Who Ed, better to ask? Ed, welcome to Rick hey, and Bubba. Guys. Thirty hey. seconds. Go ahead. 
Yeah, hey guys. I just had an opinion about these UFOs, especially this this last one you just described that had a bird-like uh, similarities. I, I think most of the UFOs, if not all of them, are vehicles of God because there's some really specific descriptions of these vehicles uh, in the Bible. And um, I think, uh, you know, the angels, it also says the angels are all over the world to go to and fro. So they got to get there someplace or somehow. So I really believe it is God, uh, God's vehicles. And if it isn't, then what else you got? Ed, what, Ed wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I'm confused about something here we have to expand on, and it may continue mm-hmm. to the next segment, Rick. Now, <laughs> God's vehicle? Does he need a vehicle? Are you saying well, that? Well, it's described in Ezekiel and Revelation. There are vehicles described that he created that are used by him, by uh, Jesus Christ, I believe. In Revelation, there's one described in which he is involved with so i mean he no, wait, 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 know. wait a minute Let's... no he doesn't need them but uh he certainly can okay. use them for a purpose but you you think these ufos were say say that again they were created by god well I mean, could you, yeah but you think that that god needs a vehicle to fly in nope not at all he can use them though for a purpose right. for man. Yeah, are you talking about like maybe when when some of the well, like Elijah, like Elijah, like a, like a chariot, like a chariot, yeah, with fire, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And the one described in Revelation, it's got eyes in it, and all these, yeah. and the wheels are spinning. I mean, that's just that's a reason that he created that. I, yeah, right. He doesn't need them, but yeah. he can have a certain reason to impress. Upon man, perhaps his power and his greatness and well, his creativity. So, yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, other than that, yeah, I thought some of those visions were people seeing the future of vehicles that we would be in or military forces would be in. But I understand the chariot that we we certainly the, we, the we chariot did. one. Yeah. I, I that one we land on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the original Hebrew actually is Camaro. Uh, but they, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come here, of course it is. <laughs> but the, um, but you know, uh, in the color of primer. You want to say uh, spiritual beings flying? Sure. It makes as much sense as anything. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So as uh, as we make our way back, um, look, I understand that I guess if you break a record of any kind, there's some prestige there, Not I guess. Really, really. Unless Not you, really. Well, let's face it. I don't want to break the record for most strikeouts in a row no. if, I, if I'm not a pitcher, if that. I'm a batter. Don't want that. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no. But I just can't imagine, like, this next guy from Guinness Book of World Records. And some of their records, I don't understand. You know, I'm not a big – I'm definitely not – a big not, record guy anyway. Well, no, I like athletic records because it's, it's amazing to me. But 
Well, because there's multiple people, lots of people who want to do it. Yeah. These obscure records, what are they, three people in the world that even care? <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Hey, wait a minute, you look familiar. I'm going to train for <laughs> that. Hey, 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 don't I know you wait from a minute, somewhere? Wait a minute, where do I know you from? Oh, you probably Didn't recognize you my... the world's longest macaroni? <laughs> yeah. 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 You probably recognize me as the man who had the largest gourd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but, so now we've got a guy. That thinks he's done something, yeah, by being the person who's popped the most balloons. And that's it's called making another, stuff up. There, another pointless Guinness World Record has been <sighs> broken. Very. Um, a guy out of Tennessee did it last week. Um, he popped two hundred balloons with a nail in right. fourteen seconds. Okay, let me go back to this again. Look at your resume here, and I got to tell you, we we were not. There were some issues, but ha. <laughs> Let me tell you, we changed everything. I, I look down here. It says here, you you. How many of these balloons did you burst in fourteen seconds? <laughs> Can you start tomorrow? So so. Uh, Ricky, the, train, the, I, hey hey, train for three years. Am I going to watch three. this? Is Hold I, it am up. I about to watch this idiot? Yes, Ricky, the balloons. Train for three years. Three. How long? Three. And after watching to the video, balloons? Yes. yeah, we were like, this took <laughs> you three years to come up with take? this. Oh, you'll see, he's flying. The balloons were <laughs> yeah, attached but, to the wall, and he ran alongside them with the nail. And well, here, yeah, that'll work. If I have a nail and some balloons, I can do this. Right. I can pop them. Here's what it uh, looked and sounded like. Take a look. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> hey there, folks. David Rush at DavidRushForStem.com. I've been working on this record for almost three years, June 20th, 2016. You'll never get Fastest that time back. It's time to pop 200 balloons with a nail. Sharp. And I finally got it today. 14.77 seconds. All righty, here we go for an official Guinness World Record attempt. Big crowd to watch. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. They got the parking vest on for some reason. <laughs> Greg, got Ready, set, go! Look at him like he's done something. Wouldn't that be the same record of running? That felt good. A running certain length with a nail in the making, right there. Fourteen Stopwatch in here. I'm glad the, the official scorer has his flagging vest on. Yeah, this. Greg, now I don't think you understand. This this means so little. They grabbed some guys that were parking cars at a mega church. That's true. And that's true. Hey, y'all just keep those now, vests. Let on. me guess, ask you this. I guess they cut the hey, difference. Hey, disciples of the asphalt, come here for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me, That's let what me, they look like. You're all over that. Let me ask you this. Why did he train three years for that? I don't know. Bubba, you got to hold your hand just right. I, I honestly, I could train, I don't know, till lunch <laughs> and do that. Now, if I just want to make a cool sound and go, yeah. hey, you listen to me pop all yeah, these balloons. Yeah. That's well, one thing. It sounds like he had cards in his bicycle spot. Yeah, I know. Just which is a good, really good sound. Yeah, it does. Ready, set, go. Look. Ready, set, go. I'm more, impre- I'm more impressed with how, whoever set all the balloons up. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That, that is pretty cool. It's, it's basically two lines of blue balloons about shoulder height, and he runs down and runs back. Yeah, I guess they split what, the what difference. What about that one he didn't bust I right know, there? I know, I'm looking at well, that. Well, he, he got, hung up, he got hung up when he turned around. I know. I ain't no telling what kind of record he was. I mean, he could have really trimmed some time off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go, let's do it again. Rick, I guess they three, land- year, three years of work right there. Yep. It all paid off. 
they yeah. landed on fourteen point seven seven. I think mm. one had fourteen eight eight, and then another one had fourteen point well, six nine. So I don't know. How I they hate came to bring up. this up. It's hand time. Do we count that? It's true. It's not. We got to go. It ain't electronic. And what was the wind? Hey, uh, that's right. <laughs> I know this is not a li- wind. I know this is not a likely scenario. And when you hear me, you'll know what I mean. So this scenario is not likely Ooh. if you're this guy. Got it. Okay. But let's. I'm just going to throw. And then y'all can just say, "Rick, I'm sorry. That that's too unreal." This guy has kids, okay? Not not likely. <laughs> Should be against the law, but he probably does. So, can you imagine? Now, guys, I, you know, Dad's not going to be at the ball game. Um, <laughs> he's he's still working on that record. He's training. He's yeah. out, I know you haven't well, seen him in three years. I know years. this has been sacrificial. I had to sacrifice time with my family uh, to get to where I could pop two hundred balloons in fourteen point eight seconds. Yeah. To break the new Guinness. Hey, so, so can you? Hey, uh, so where's your dad? Uh, he's uh. He's trying to speed his time up on popping balloons with a nail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's used different nails, different <laughs> techniques. Somehow I think that was not a dilemma. I, I don't think this guy has a kid dilemma. Probably. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't. After uh, setting this record, <laughs> women are going to be falling at his feet. <laughs> I'm, off, I'm off in related links now. Did we do the story on the man that stuffed 100 lit candles in his mouth for the Now that's so impressive. Yeah. Have you, you like seen that him, one? Have you seen like, him stuffing let, these things in his Well, let's this. see that one. This is unbelievable. I like Look that at that. Look at this that. guy running. It's a, a guy. What is it? It's a, it's a hundred candles, mm-hmm. and he's about to stick them in his mouth and well, light them. you couldn't have done that around my friends. No, you could not. <laughs> no. No. You sure couldn't have. Well, that'd have hurt your feelings. Wow, don't nobody, right. don't nobody want a record gonna, He's just going to light them when he puts them yeah, in Yeah, watch this. What, what, what's, so, Rick, I, I thought you meant got audio, Rick. I thought you meant they were lit. Look at that. And he... He put the fire end in yeah. his mouth. He's just holding the the buddy end. Of it. Thought he had the fire this, end. This oh, I thought, well, that'll be. So now he's got him, and now he's got a light on yeah, him. This, this is just a big mouth record. Well, that's not what I thought it was. This is, it? this is just a big mouth record. I have a right. big mouth. Because what's the lighting got to do with anything? Uh, nothing. It's no. just what can I? How many candles can I stick in my mouth? off the fire gracious. alarm. Look at that. There it is. Oh, he's holding his hands out like he's sharp. Uh-huh. Okay. There it is. Okay, I'm off in related links. I got some more now. That record's safe. Boy. That, I just don't really see that record being worthy. There do y'all know that. Well, and the balloon guy, all he did was he said, I can run kind of weird up and down a wall in 14.8 seconds. Hold a nail in the perfect oh, position. I'm more impressed they got that many balloons to stay on the wall that long. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got to keep that thing in his, stuff in his mouth. Good night. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. That common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Brother, cause you ain't got a lot of time. Don't you act surprised when it all goes to hell on your dime. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. A brand new week. But you better make your getaway. So you don't have to answer. If you're just joining us back from the four-day weekend, hope you enjoyed the best of Rick and Bubba hosted by Helmsley on Friday. He's on vacation this week. Rick and Bubba replay on Memorial Day. And now the first live show of the week. Speedy, the real Greg Bird just here. Eddie Van Adler's got the YouTube option for you. Rick and Bubba University, Jimmy 92 Tron, Diesel Dixon, and Dulio earning their degree in common sense. And welcome back, Bill Bubble Bussy. 
Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for giving us this opportunity. What do you think about this Jeopardy cat? Now, we, we don't watch Jeopardy because it makes us feel bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, uh, not, I'm not near smart enough to watch Jeopardy. It it's kind of boring. and uh, you, you know. got to use it in a question. Now, I, you know, I, I, I tuned in a little bit when Ken Jennings was making his big run. This guy's blowing uh, him away. Mm-hmm. No, he's not there yet, is he? Is he? Uh, he's close. He's at two point one million, and Ken Jennings had two point five million. Oh, right. And he's okay. held that record okay. since two thousand four. You okay. talking about old man Jennings? Old man Jennings, boy. <laughs> but he's got get this. Uh, he how many in a row has he won now? They're the only two to go over two million. By the way, yeah. See, that's where, that's where I, I got confused. I thought he had passed Jennings because of the. They're just saying the streak is rolling. He still hasn't lost twenty eight victories in a row. Mm. Rick, I cannot twenty eight. He picked up another hundred thirty thou uh, in the last round, so he's two point one nine five and some change. So he good gracious. You think he's gonna get old man Jennings boy? Well, he's a he's a professional gambler from yeah, Vegas. That's what he does for um, How about that. But I, I can't imagine you having any life if you're that smart to win that many times on Jeopardy. I, just, I mean, those are some hard questions. Are we the only Jeopardy just makes me feel bad about myself. It, 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 I'm just kind of it just makes me think so. I don't I just don't know the, a lot of Every things. Every now and then they'll throw one out there that's obvious, just yeah. to make normal people feel good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, 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 about every two years we play the one about them not knowing any football answers. <laughs> And yeah, and we'll act like it's the first time. No, no, but, yeah, but it, thr- funny, it thrills bro. me every time I see it. Uh, do y'all realize this last time how passionate we were about oh, something yeah. that we had already hey, done, look, and none of us even kind of remembered it? No. Okay, so in this case, we were just yucking it up. No, no. Here's this. In this case, <laughs> the game Jeopardy makes me feel stupid. And the fact that we didn't remember we'd already made fun of them about their lack of football knowledge made me feel stupid again. Yeah. See, Jeopardy just makes me feel bad. Everything I don't like it. it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Guys, I've been watching this guy's story. I bet I bet we've had the story in our stack probably oh, three or four times. Oh, I'm, it's been it's been going on for months. And I just I just this, this but this time I thought he's getting close to old man Jennings. Well, I thought he'd passed him, but he hadn't. Well, did you watch so, it? So now I've made stupid again. Did you watch it? No. You think I'm gonna watch Jeopardy? I it, you know, I might tune in just to see what the guy looks like, see how he's doing, but I you think know, I just I, I much prefer you know something a little more you know, lighthearted. Trebek, you know his health's bad. Seeing how he's holding up. Who's that? Alex yeah. Trebek. Yeah, yeah. Now, now didn't this guy or was it Jennings that said he had a yuck mouth? I think it was this guy. Trebek it was one he, of them. Has a yuck mm. mouth, or maybe Jennings? His, yeah. his language a little salty. Yeah, Off I could see that. Yeah. Well, my goodness, you, you had to listen to that, that all these years. No, that I could it. see that. You know what? You got alive and that join up somehow. No, no, no. If I had to host Jeopardy, I'd cuss. Oh God, you would. What? Think about you want to be around somebody normal. Do something to, normal. If I had to, so watch you just it run every over day. to pile of construction yeah. workers and just cuss like a sailor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spit and cuss. <laughs> all right, what? All right, what about this? What if you were getting around sixteen million to host it a year? Oh yeah, I'll host well, I'd it. be cussing <laughs> then just because I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no, I, I think that's. I've been going somewhere. You it? He's somewhere around. You give there. me Trebek's money. I'll, I'll, I'll. He's over there and it's not that hard to host it. No, it's not. It's not. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to pronounce yeah. it. What's he hard to have to, I mean, he's got the answers. Give to him. He doesn't have to know them. I know. He's still got to read them. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah. I really don't think hosting a game show is hard. <laughs> now, I'm, now you're talking about you got well, to you stay on top of your game. Well, you got to yeah. tape a bunch of them, too. You know, they, they tape the whole season in just oh, a, yeah. a few Thanks. weeks. Yeah. How about that? You got the rest of the year to spend that 16 mil. You're right. Game show hosting gig is a good gig. Mm, it's a yeah. good gig. Well, hey, guys, that's I why got, people get it. They don't give it up. I got news for yeah. you. We got a pretty good gig. What is yeah. he? Uh, well, how about this guy? I what's Trebek? Well, what's Trebek right there? Sixteen know? mil a year, we think. Yes, yeah, so that's what I was saying. It was somewhere in that ball. Who's this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> that's him, isn't it? Yes, that's, so. yeah, that's, that's the latest. Risk enough. That guy. That's a professional gambler. 
That looks pretty good to me. Not that the record. Takes, <laughs> not the record, no. $130,022, and now a 28-day total of $2,195,557. Wow. He's got that look about him. He yeah. smiles with his bottom teeth. Let me tell you what. You, you ever better, seen that? Hey, you better keep an eye on him. Yeah, you might want to watch that guy. <laughs> Could be dangerous. Yep. Anybody, you know the look I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So, so he, but his job is professional gambler. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I sports mean, gambler, I think. That's mm. his. That's his deal. Mm. I don't know. He's got him a system there. He's got him a system. Bring it must work. <laughs> All right. From from one from from a geek doing well to a geek gone bad, we now have a burglar who stole twelve thousand dollars worth of Avengers comic books mm. and a smash grab job. Adler. They said that uh, that the that the robber cut himself. Uh oh, we and, got some DNA. Yeah, so they think they may. Uh-oh. Uh Wow, that, where are we getting twelve thousand down here? It's just forty two thousand. Says, well, where, where, where do you is, go to get rid of that? That was what I was about to say. What, I mean, I've got a truck full of comic books, okay? and everybody now, knows that. What, yeah, they're, they're just hot. They're hot comic books. What am I supposed to do with them? Oh, Sell them immediately to all the Avenger people. Yeah, yeah, but how do you do that? Online, right? I don't oh, know. Yeah, you Somebody, can get online, oh, set up. I got me? this one. It seems like that would get be, on eBay. That yeah. would be too traceable. You can't receive stolen property. Yeah, well, I don't know that. They don't know it's stolen. Well, right. Oh, they they do now. Yeah, well, now they do. Yeah. Trebek, by the way, makes ten mil a year. Oh, yeah. most accounts. That's a good gig. That ain't bad. Um, Dirty mouth. Well, I don't. Know, why does the title say that they stole twelve thousands? Twelve thousand, and then down in the rest of the story, it says fourteen comic books totaling a little over forty-two thousand. What the? I wouldn't pay. That's kind of, well, Greg, he ain't stealing to sell it to you. He's stealing to sell it to I the minions. So. Mm-hmm. You think them Avenger people won't buy one? Why do you think he stole them? Comic books worth $42 million. Well, I'm not saying I agree. It's not $42 million. It's $42,000. <laughs> oh. That's still a big number for a comic book. I meant 1000 <laughs> You okay. said a million. Real big. That would real be big. something there. Yeah. I bet there's one out there probably. Oh. I guess it's worth whatever somebody will pay for it. Right. Is there anything, any kind of collectible memorabilia that you would be remotely interested no, in? None. Of any kind? None. None. Because I think most of them's fake. All right, what, <laughs> what if it could be legitimized, and, and I've got for you, uh, let's say, Babe Ruth's jersey that he wore when he hit the, the 60th home run for the I mean, first time. it's going to cost me a bunch of money? Yeah. Is, is, would you pay for it? No. He, he, he had this on <laughs> when he was the first one to break 60 home runs no, in the season. I, I, there's no, none out there that I care No about. way. No. What about something NASCAR? Because that's kind of your what area. would the, nah, what, that's what I want to know. What area would you get the closest to None, buying something? Because like you that? got it, and there it is. None. There it is. You, but to put it, it on the wall, there or it something. is. Put it up. Hey, put it in hey. the man cave. I paid a bunch of money so I can go. Look at that. <laughs> no, I agree. I, 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 yeah. get that. I totally get that. I'll go to a show and show up and let everybody look at it. Yeah, I'm not a big memorabilia guy either. I just, but I was just, just wondering: is there, any, is there anything that that? I mean, somebody wants to give it to me. No, I'm not. I'm not buying it. No way you buy memorabilia of any kind. No, none, none. Okay. Now, I'm not talking I about real I'm pricey not. stuff, but just just run of the mill. Not things. even Honus Wagner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I think I figured it out, Rick. All right. At so, least you didn't find your catfish hunter autographed baseball being played with outside. Well, in a baseball game, <laughs> he stole 14 <laughs> comic books, and one of them was worth 12 grand. Oh, okay, but okay. the total amount is about 42,000. Oh, okay. All right, so there's Something a prime example: twelve thousand dollar comic book. Unbelievable. So I can go look at that comic book. Look at that look right at there. That. Twelve thousand. Look, look at that right there. 
Really, Y'all seen this? You know, really, if, you, if you're doing that, you're almost saying, I want people to come into my house to see what a big idiot I am. Now, again, I mean, think about that. What, wouldn't you think kind of odd of anyone that's paid $12,000 for a comic book? Let's back up for just a second. Now, if, if I got big money and I'm investing in it because I know it's going to go up. Not talking about that. That doesn't count. That's you're just business. talking about I'll, now you're in business. I'm going to get stuff. But what that, would you be that, closer to getting a, uh, uh, what do they call those thick frames? You know, Betty does those things. Shadow box. Shadow box. Of, would it be NASCAR? Would you be closer to NASCAR? No. There's just really none, really. I'd probably go NFL if I had to go one. Okay. What team? I don't even know what your favorite team the Steelers is. Steelers from the 70s. Okay. All right. I have for you. Mean Joe Greens. Well, that'd be me. Greg wouldn't <laughs> care about that. Would you? Terry Bradshaw. Okay. Uh, I go Terry. Really? So you like Terry? Well, I, I was going to go. I was going to go Mel Blunt. Rocky Blair. Like well, Mel Blunt. What if, I had, what if I had Mel Blunt's helmet from from the Steelers Super Bowl game? In a, in a glass case. In a glass case. You know, I would be and, okay. And he really wore it. I mean, it was and his. he signed it with a gold pen. It would be pen. okay. And he signed it. And y'all gonna have dinner at the restaurant of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the dinner, but can I interject? If you're just giving me the helmet, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm not buy, giving. It I'm to not you. buying it. No, I'm not buying can I, anything. May I interject? Think I'm gonna give you that helmet? I got. I'm not buying it. First of all, I've been around him when he sees these things. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna believe it's the real helmet. Never. He's gonna Never. say it's just somebody's know. helmet. And that's a and then if anything's autographed, he's gonna say they didn't. Let me just tell you this: that. I've never understood why people buy autographs of people that they didn't see sign it. I know. I know. I didn't get the autograph, but I bought or somebody got it for me. I well, know. To me, see the, one of these. That, what's the point? Because one of these comic books that's worth so much is a Spider-Man comic book that was autographed by Spider-Man. No, it wasn't because he's not real. <laughs> <laughs> autographed by Spider-Man. <laughs> What do you stamp a web on there? What, <laughs> <laughs> what if I got you the original Spider-Man suit wore by Tobey Maguire? <laughs> no, Rick, huh? no. And you get to wear it. It fits you. Okay. Oh, well, then I would I would take that because I can wear it on Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Your phone call's coming in next. All lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba. comes that phone troll music, meaning we're opening up the lines again, and we want to talk to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number, 30 seconds of pop. Jimmy 92 Trons taking phone calls, and lines are available for you. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program ends. The next caller gets an opportunity. Uh, If you do a meaningless shout-out or a shameless plug, it's an instant buzzer, and we move forward. Uh, but you are able to pick up any topic you want to and bring it to the table. Ask a question if you would like. If you dial right now, you will get through because we do have lines available. Let's start with William out of Morris, Alabama. Uh, listen to us on 104.7 WZZK. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. William, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Fired right. up and ready. I was calling to ask y'all's opinion on concealed carry. Y'all for it, against it, the age that it's at right now, because you have to be 21 to purchase a handgun, but 18 to carry it. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world, but I was wondering what y'all's opinion is. 
Well, that's kind of right up there with, uh, you know, you at 18, you can go to war and you can have high-powered weapons, but uh, you can't have a, a beer if you want one. Uh, but until you're 21. And, uh, and I'm not yeah. saying it all should be no. 18. No, no. Maybe, maybe there should be some consistency in that number. Maybe 21 is what we need. Yeah. But yeah. We definitely, maybe it, it, it should be, a little odd that it's all over the road. Maybe, yeah, maybe it should be 21 across the board. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, Bubba, maybe you're better. I'm not that well-versed on all this concealed and not concealed and – handguns and Jimmy Jam. I just, I don't have any, I mean, to me, the Second Amendment gives us the right to defend ourselves. I kind of land right there. When you start getting into some of the minutiae of all this other concealed and carry and yeah, well, this and, and that. You, and you get, into, you get into this battle, and we've seen this in our state, between the right to, uh, to carry and, and the property owner's rights. You know? yeah, and right. it, and it, gets, it gets real hairy on that. So but, I, I, I don't, but I would say this. I'm all for consistency in age. Yeah, I am too. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying that I'm with you. We probably are better off to go a little older. But mm-hmm. to me, if you're old enough – to to own a weapon of uh, and you've you've done all the background check clears then you sh- and then it, and then at some point you have to wait later till you can actually conceal it that doesn't make any sense to me i mean there there should that's, be some consistency with that that's a little strange uh jim in tuscaloosa jim go ahead 30 seconds how are you i'm doing good thank you how y'all doing we're well, great we're, we're getting after it buddy that's good. I was wanting to see if anybody ever turned in Hank Williams Jr. shotgun. I have not heard not an so update far. on that. Have, have you got it? Have you got it? Oh, no, y'all were talking about memorabilia, and I thought, well, I hadn't yeah. heard nothing about it. Well, the good news yeah. is if Greg finds it, he'll give it back because he don't want it. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. You, you know. I don't care nothing about it. You know, Jim, that, that's a great question. I was thinking about that this morning. It's funny you mentioned that. I thought, has anybody gone and looked at their 16 gauges? Is they might have that number? You know what? I, I thought about but that. But I haven't heard an update, have y'all? So I'm assuming it's not, it's has not been found. No. Well, I was uh, you know, I was walking the property over the weekend with my 16 gauge, and I thought to myself, I wonder if this is Papa. Let me check his number. <laughs> what was his name? Papa Shepard? Papa yeah, Shepard? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never owned a 16 gauge. Mm-hmm. Have you? No, I don't think I have one. I, I don't. I don't believe so. Somebody said you can buy one at eighteen, but can't shoot it to you twenty-one. <laughs> right. And that ain't right, right? <laughs> well, so this is now going to become the running thing with the audience. Look at, look right. at line two, Danny in Alabama. <laughs> Danny, welcome to the program. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yes, uh, monkey grass and green acres. Yes, sir. Call, yes, sir. Hey, I've got a uh, question for you, uh, Rick and Bubba, about the relief factor. I've got a son that has nerve damage in his arm and his fingers and hand. Will that relief factor help that? You know, you don't really know until you try it. It's mainly uh, the most success that, that we've seen and I've seen in my own life. If if it's tied to inflammation, you'll see some relief. If it's not, it, it may not work. Right. And uh, and all pain is yeah. is not the same. Yeah, you got to know yeah, what's yeah. causing. So it. I I don't know I, nerves. That's that's a that's a different animal. If you got joint pain but, that's tied but, to inflammation, but it, it would wouldn't hurt to try it. I mean, they have yeah. a starter pack. Yeah, a little starter pack for nineteen ninety five, yeah. and and uh, that's you, all you, you out. You got my little quick start. A little quick start <laughs> to Herb uh, in the great state of Mississippi. Herb, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, Rick. How are you, man? Mm, you know. You know me, I'm ready. Uh, good. Monkey grass and green acres. Thank you so much. Appreciate you calling. What's on your mind? Um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, so I'm I'm a Yankee. I moved to Mississippi about four or five years ago and uh 
I just want to say I was looking at y'all's website and, you know, listening to y'all for several years. And, man, I appreciate everything y'all do. And, Rich, your spiral dog tried this weekend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. you know, I'm fantastic. thinking about opening up a place called Spiral Dogs, but then I remember what happened last time we tried <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you tried the things that make them that you can get at the grocery store? You know I haven't. I just I mean I don't. I, there's nothing wrong there's with no that. It looks like they're though. too thick. There, the, there's nothing the wrong with that. Uh, yeah. It it that spirals them a little more than I normally do. Mm-hmm. It's too tight a spiral. Yeah, but I don't have a problem. With it makes it. it like a slinky, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, man. But I, does that give it more flavor? Mm-hmm. You no, know, I, I think it works against you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got my, you know me, I got my way to do it. <laughs> now, now, there are times you got to have a good knife. Now, I will say, like, um, when Gary had me down there on the road trying his place, I mean, hey, you know, you can't even have a spiral dog. Now, and Gary, go gas, charcoal, or big charcoal. green? Char- He's got a charcoal going, and then he had a smoker that he smoked. I, I smoked some ribs in Boston, but all day. But it was, um, <laughs> but I had the um, the knife that I was using, I thought was sharper than it was. And when I got them on the grill, I, I could tell my cuts weren't as deep as they needed to be. Right. You got to be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. But it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't mind the things that spiral them for Especially you. Especially on blood thinners. I mean, you're in a cookout. Oh, I'm telling <laughs> you. Especially if there's ketchup in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, that, you know, the confusion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Jody and Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Jody, go ahead. Hey, good morning there, Rick and Bubba. Hey, hey Jody. I just want to. I just wanted to comment on the fact of, about Bart Starr and the things that y'all were saying about him. Yeah. You know, he was one of the nicest people yeah. I ever met. Absolutely. I met him on an airplane in uh, returning to Birmingham. He was sitting beside behind me, him and his wife. And <clears throat> when we parked in Birmingham, uh, the the jetway was late coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it. You got to be quick. And that, oh, okay, well... Anyway, he just turned around and started talking to me, and, and he actually ended up sending me an autographed picture two weeks later just because I gave him a card. I didn't think that he would, but he did. Do I it. know. So, Probably one of the yeah. kindest people you would ever meet, yeah, and yeah. another confirmation of that. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant ghouls. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Here's a lady comes from all around. Many places, but she's homework. 35 minutes now past the hour. She walks kind of funny, I think she The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. 25 years of Rick and Bubba. She's a lady. And it's, uh, we're rolling into the summer, Rick and Bubba. There we go. Hey, don't forget LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Hiring people right now, not easy. I mean, it's a good, I guess it's a good problem to have. You know, when people talk about it's a buyer's market, it's a seller's market. Right now, if you're if you're somebody who uh, who can get the job done, you're sought after because people, uh, you know, it's hard to find the right, the right kind of folks right now. And I'll tell you, if you're looking for a position that needs to be filled, you better get it right. So if you're not posting at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, the people you're looking for, they aren't seeing your opportunity. Um, we're, we're looking at these, these old, old-fashioned job boards. People not posting. They're not looking there anymore, Bubba. Uh, how about this? There's more than 500 million active members at LinkedIn every day. You make connections. They want to grow their careers. They're looking for new opportunities. 
Yeah, 99% of the LinkedIn users are looking for a new opportunity like yours. So let's put you together with them by, by putting your job post at linkedin.com slash Bubba. We'll give you $50 off your first job post. So be sure you use that URL, linkedin.com slash Bubba. Also, you can find linkedin.com slash Bubba at rickandbubba.com. They're under the sponsors. But so uh, we, were, we were looking at some other stories. I told you guys that um, – so Bubba, let's see. You're how you're am I what how old am I? Am I fifty four? Uh it's not October, so you are fifty four. So you you turn fifty five in March. Yes. yes. Greg, you'll turn fifty three in July. Yep. Is that right? Speedy, you're fifty. Right. Is that correct? I am. Okay. And then young Adler's what? He's like twenty. Thirty two? <laughs> He's thirty three. Hold up your hold up your threes. It's a good number. And then I think yeah. uh Helmsy's a little forty one, forty what is it? Yeah, forty yeah, that's, something uh, like that. Does anybody know what Adler's doing with his hair? Is that is he going is he going to stay with that flow going? Go, right? I think. Yeah. Is this is he got big plans for next Easter? Yeah. <laughs> he's going there. Well, he could be the star. He could. <laughs> you know, and he you can and you wouldn't have to have one of them heavy duty crosses. You can no, get him have, up there pretty easy. Have a mini. Oh, you can get him up there. Yeah. <laughs> need a, you wouldn't need a big one. I mean, you yeah. know, when we got over there. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so I was telling the guys in the break that um, do do you? I mean, I know it. There's times that you feel like you are your age. You know. Yeah. Just, just like you know, we've talked about many times when people ask you what's wrong and you don't know what they're talking about, that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I told you that happened to me the other day, and I just said, "This is how I walk in dress shoes." Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing so wrong my feet with me. Hurt. It just, I just hurt. You know, that's why we don't wear them much. But then, then there's there's moments where, like I was telling you guys in the break, but that where you're delusional about your age and it doesn't, you doesn't feel like you're old at all. <laughs> and um, and this was when we were we were goofing off at the pool over the the weekend, real hot. Real hot. Yeah, it's hot. Right? And I had, and I had been looking at it and said, I, I need it's time. So you know, Sherry gets out her little. You know, I'm up, she wants to get out and do a little tan. I got to lay out my son and all this. Mm-hmm. You know, then the, the boys are doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And so I I walk down to the pool and 54 year old Glory and everybody's laid out along the side. <laughs> and I come off I come off the rock just wide open and do really a beautiful can opener. I mean, it, it was well, a Well, that thing. was always your best. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> it, it, it certainly was. Yeah. And, and, you know, just, just wet everybody. And you and just, just hear it falling. W- water everywhere. <laughs> and I come up and, and – <laughs> Slapping that concrete. <laughs> and Sherry goes, you have no concept you're 54, do you? <laughs> and I said, at this very moment, no. Rick, and you've I, been doing that can opener since we were teenagers. And I, I asked her. I said, "I, I want to know did that did that can opener look fifty four? She said it did not. Oh, no. I said, "Was was the form there?" She goes, "It was perfection." Was she goes, "Now, hey, now we're all wet." Yeah, but but it was it real was, wet. I said, "What kind of height did it have?" She goes, "Tremendous height." Oh yeah. I said, "Did it cover the outside areas like you need to?" She goes, "Look around. Everybody's wet. You yeah. can see it. Everything's soaked. Mm, well done." I, I said, "If you did not know I was fifty four, and all you had to go on was that can opener, what would you guess my age?" She said, "I'd probably go 24. Oh, that's a twenty four year old. That's a twenty four year old can opener right there. You know you <laughs> got a good one. Yeah. When you hit the water, you might. Does this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know oh, yeah. you got a good one. She said I probably wasn't as high as I felt like I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she thought you were sky. <laughs> oh, I thought to myself, my gosh, if I flat right now, I'll hold here a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they had one of them three meter boards before yeah. they got scared of everything and did away with high dives. Yeah, they're all gone now. Yeah, and Rick would come off that three meter board, <laughs> and you better look out. He would wipe the whole pool out. Really? What, what about when I'd come off and I would jet out that way and face one direction? <laughs> <laughs> the key is not to pull the trigger too quick. Oh, I know. You throw it the last minute, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> three minutes and you get big, God, big air. Is it because if you go too quick, you'll you'll be on your back too much? Won't yeah, you? it won't. You don't get the back. right. You don't get the right yeah. splash. You got to have you. You got you got to set back just perfectly. If you set back too much, you'll hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you don't set back enough, you got no splash. No splash. Yeah. Like I've seen these people that jump sitting straight up there and just grab their knee and think no. they're doing a can. I can't open. That's that's just to jump in the water with your knee up. Yeah. The knee, the knee <laughs> grab is a minor part of it. Yeah. yeah. That's not a can opener. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, already grabbing it when they come off the you board. You know what I call that? I bump my knee. <laughs> that's just I bump my knee. You know. They wouldn't even wait to the last second to pull. There ain't knee. no can opener. Uh-huh. That's ACL. Right. So, can you stretch it? Yeah. yeah. Now, you remember when you had, you talk about when you had to be careful, it was the great watermelon. Oh, the watermelon. If you could they do would, it, if you could do it, it was good, but boy, you mess that up, you on your back. Pop it on back. Yeah, you go all the way over. Yeah. That was when you jump out and dive, and, and right as you're roll. about to get there, by you roll forward and roll your feet forward and <laughs> throw water on throw water a okay. mile. Yeah. yeah. But boy, you better get it right. Yeah. You pop. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a time I didn't mean to, to do one, and I've told you about this when I was yeah. at the very top. Yeah. Uh, what, where was that place? Yeah, I don't know. You know Mallard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big, <laughs> have these Olympic dives. Yeah. And I'm it's the hey. one so far up, you feel like you're touching the clouds. Is up there. <laughs> and my little old redheaded <laughs> self was so scared. You didn't want to go. Everybody's like, come on, Calvin, do it. <laughs> you know, and they look like little ants down there. And oh, I, I'm looking tall. on the edge, and I, and I jumped. And about halfway, I started going. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, I landed flat wow. on my back. Like, <laughs> that, day, that hurts bad, too. But when you're underwater going, How high? How high was that? That'll break you. Oh, so high. Didn't they I know that? there's a lot of red, break your little spirit. Red shorted lifeguards swimming to me. Yeah, D- didn't they take it down too? Yeah, yeah of course you, you got to. Off. You can't have either. They, they won't, won't let you jump off. Nothing. But how high was that high one at uh, at the lake at Chihaw Mountain? Do you remember how high that one? It was high. I went off that one too. I fell off that one time. Hit sand. It's about 12, 15 foot. <laughs> I really did. I was going up and it got away from me. I had sand on. I slipped. At one point, I slid off to the side. I'm like. I gotta let go. <laughs> and worse than that, I gotta let go. And I hit the sand, went down, tried to try to take off the shocks if I could. And then we had a couple of swimming hoses that had a swing on them. Oh yeah, and the swing, the swing always yeah. led to bad things. Oh, oh yeah. it was horrible. Then you get Terrible. some air on swing now. Yeah. You do it. Right? Of course, your buddies. Would you got pelt time. You. It. Yeah, they pelt you with mud and rocks as you were swinging. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, that's a good friend there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because some of that all comes back to you. Because Hit him I, with a rock. It's like I had to get a list. Sherry was like, "Here's the thing you have to understand at 54." None of us want to be splashed, okay. And if we want to float on the float, we don't. We don't want uh, the great white shark to attack us and oh. knock us up in the air either. Mm. Come off the bottom. <laughs> because if I see people on the float, I mean, I, I got to. I, yeah. I, I got to come out of like nah, a torpedo. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we don't want to be torpedoed off the side. No. I'm like, well, why are we even out here? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought we'd come out here to cut up. Yeah, <laughs> we got. I remember when me and you were. So I was real small and Rick was real big. And uh, and we were like, I mean, he was huge. He was tall. And uh, I was this size when I was, was twelve. Real tall. And, and we would get in the pool. You remember? We were almost like the the flying Walendas. I'd, I'd stand on his shoulders, and he would shoot me as oh, yeah. high in the air as he could, and I'd do a backflip in the water. Everybody just loved it. It was good. We, those were good times. Yeah, I could I could throw you. What'd you weigh about? About fifty. <laughs> I was pretty small. About fifty pounds. And you just <laughs> and I'd cut a backflip, and all the crowd would go crazy. Oh, it was oh, a big, wow. it was a moment. Yeah. Sure That's was funny. Then everybody saw that I could do it. Then I then a line formed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. me, do me. Being a big kid is not all. You, you <laughs> no. think it's great. Everybody, throw me, Rick. Throw everybody, me. everybody wants you to ride them and pick them up and throw them. <laughs> throw me, throw me. I'm like, can I, how long y'all think I stand in the water? I mean, I've thrown how many I'm y'all tired. now? Yeah. They really got you ready to be a dad because that's what that's what yeah. dads do now. Oh yeah, let me you tell get you, the little kids out there. I told I told uh, I saw a young dad the other day, and I was talking to him, and he's got the kids that age. And I said, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I can give you one thing. 
do not throw one of them in the air until you're ready to do it 20, 40 times. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. If you think you're going to throw them one time and move on to the next thing, you can yeah. forget that. Unless you're looking for a workout. Let's say you missed mm-hmm. that workout that day. Right. Give you a little cardio and shoulder workout. Sure. <laughs> you ever made a mistake though? No. You, you remember when you? Or you, you might need shoulder surgery. <laughs> yeah. You remember? On, one. You remember on the playground? This ever happened to you when you? You know, you your kids are they they know what your abilities mm-hmm. to throw and whatever, and you assume all the kids want to do it. Oh, and you yeah. throw that first kid that has that terrified look in his face as he soars in oh, the air. Yeah. He really wouldn't want to be thrown. He's got that look on his face like, well, how did so this he's just having to walk by? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> how did this happen? Do I know you, Beard? <laughs> he's walking by and you threw uh, him. You didn't seem as thrilled to the other kids about that. <laughs> They're all laughing. Yeah, and then he starts going over to his mom, and then you kind of drift over, <laughs> kind of move around the monkey bars. <laughs> he's trying to find <laughs> Where is it? Somebody told me. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Some guy came here throwing kids like a madman. <laughs> Everybody seen a guy with a beard? Yeah, yeah. And his Camaro and drove off. <laughs> 15 minutes to the top of the hour. We'll wrap it up with any stories we might have missed, phone calls, and say hello to the Golden Ticket Seat. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes now to the top of the hour. It's Rick and Bubba's show. We're back. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hello, Ramona Hall. Ramona, welcome to Rick and Bubba today. Tammy Sims. Tammy's here today. Jeff and Janie Canty here in the golden ticket seats today. They got a delicious pound of BuzzBots coffee. A Rick and Bubba double CD. And Bubba, hang on a minute. A a 25th anniversary writing pen. Rick and Bubba show. Let's get one of our pens, guys. And we filled them up with bologna biscuits earlier. Yes, we did. We, boy, they had all they wanted. Bubba, the Gridiron Men's Conference is back. Uh, I've had the honor to speak there many times, and we'll be at next year's Gridiron. But this year, uh, another great lineup. Dr. Tony Evans will be there. Uh, Josh Turner will be there. James Merritt. Uh, we, of course, have Michael Jr., who's a funny comedian. Phil Waldrop will be there. And one of the guys that will be speaking this year is Jake Olson, Jake joins us on the Rick and Bubba show. Jake, this is your debut on the Rick and Bubba show. It's finally happened. <laughs> My life is complete. Well, now. I know you. <laughs> I know you've been dreaming about this, and I, you know what I say? It's happened. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, yeah, you know it's an honor. And those of you that don't know Jake's story, and we'll we'll delve into that a little bit. Uh, Jake uh, actually went to USC uh, as a long snapper and was the first ever. Uh, blind long snapper in Division One football, uh, and uh, you know a lot of people though Jake may not know the story. Um, you know how this took place. Uh, you were you're diagnosed as a baby at eight months old. Correct. Tell us a little bit uh, about your life. Yeah, I'll give you kind of the cliff notes version. In that, uh, when I was eight months old, doctors found uh, retinoblastoma, which is a rare form of eye cancer in both my eyes, and unfortunately they had to remove my left eye when I was just, you know, a baby, um, and the cancer just progressed to a point where they couldn't treat it. So they removed my left eye in order for the cancer not to spread. But my right eye, they're actually able to save it. It was only about half as bad. So grew up with my right eye, and basically for 12 years then, um, after that initial diagnosis, um, that cancer returned about eight times. And so, mm-hmm. you know, my childhood was pretty much a cycle of receiving treatment, trying to cure the cancer, it, it going into remission, you know, check up a year later, now it's back, now it starts to cycle over again. And so finally, when I was 12 years old, uh, back in 2009, 
uh, the cancer came back, but unfortunately that time the doctors told me just like when I was a year old that treatment was no longer going to cure uh, my cancer, that it had uh, just, we, we ran out of options. And so again, in order to preserve my life and make sure it didn't spread, my removal of my eye was necessary. Um, but this time, obviously, it was my only eye. And um, that obviously meant I had to go completely blind, which was was tough news, um, very tough news for multiple of the reasons. But, you know, one of the, um, I guess, real positive uh, experiences that I had throughout that whole experience was Coach Carroll um, at the time, who, you know, he was a coach at SC at the time. I heard about my story and just how the graciousness of his own heart invited me to a practice just to kind of make my last month and a half a scene um, you know, worth every minute to me. And so he made me part of that team in more ways than I could ever have asked for or imagined. And uh, that team and Coach Carroll wrapped their arms around me, and uh, that's how I kind of was introduced to USC. And then, you know, fast forward six years then, or, yeah, six years, I, I you know, graduated high school, and there's only one option for me, and that was to uh, go to USC, and I had started playing football in high school. And so when the time came, I uh, talked to Coach Sarkeesian and said, you know, you're coming to SC, why don't you play on the football team for us? And so that's that's kind of how that kind of came full circle. It's then um, them coming and inviting me to be on the team that uh, the very same team that again, six years prior helped me kind of go through the darkest times of my life. You know, looking at all the things that, you, that you do, you, you play golf, guitar, surf, ski, <laughs> uh, you know, and I was telling you after I saw the saints game, have you ever thought about being an official? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I spoke at a, uh, I spoke at a, the uh, Jimmy V foundation, the Dick Vitale um, down in Florida, like my eighth grade year. Yeah. And there was a, I forget the NBA re- official down there. Um, he was he was down there though, and he gave me an official like whistle NBA like uh, refereeing like jersey. And so I was thinking of maybe one day showing up at maybe some type of game with uh, with it on and just seeing it. And I'm here to officiate the game. That is that, is that would actually one. be very that funny. is a good one, Jake. Obviously, with you doing speaking engagements now, what an incredible story! Uh, I mean, I'm looking at all the different awards you've received over the years because of you being such an example of of courage and and being in one of those situations where it would be easy to complain as opposed to no i will maximize uh, the life that god has given me uh your faith is extremely strong and and it appears as pain and suffering seems to always do see the one thing or the other it either demoralizes a person to reject god or it pushes them into God's arms in a way like nothing else, and then they're stronger than ever spiritually. Thankfully, it looks like your situation is the latter. T- tell us about your faith. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that's um, I think that's an important thing in life. I think sometimes, obviously, when uh, when times are are good and nothing's wrong, you you seem to uh, sometimes grow further than God. And when when times are awful, and you know you you actually need something, and I think it's kind of funny how it works like that, but. At an early age, I definitely was, you know, going through obviously uh, a situation that would, you know, most most adults wouldn't, you know, want to fathom. And so I realized I needed uh, something that could give me hope and could give me courage and the peace of mind that, you know, just because I'm going through what I'm going through doesn't mean that my my life's over, but rather, you know, that there there is something that. God has in store for me in the future and for me just to kind of trust in that plan and trust that he knows what he's doing. And so that really was my, uh, my kind of rock growing up in that I, I did trust in that. And, uh, I remember after I snapped my first, uh, PAT year, I mean, I, I told a reporter, like, if you can't see how God works things out, I think you're the blind one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, really? 
I, I truly meant that in the sense that, you know, if you can't really see how, I mean, I, I don't know what other power on this earth or anywhere else in this universe could, you know, have a 12-year-old who faced cancer his whole life and eventually went blind to, to go, again, snap on that same team and that courage and strength. Sure, I'm, you know, I'm a stubborn guy, and I, and I chose to have a mindset, but, I, again, the, the courage and the peace for most of my life um, to, to overcome that adversity and to continue to push forward definitely was from, from God in my faith. Amen. Yeah. Now, when you when you're snapping, obviously on a, on an extra point, they're going to be there's going to be a, a, a cadence. Um, is that is it always noise, or do, is there anything any other signals you guys use for you knowing when to snap? So when I first started um, learning in my going into my junior year of high school, um, it was a little yeah. My my actually my holder would clap um, just because you know right after I went blind, I you know wanted to continue to play the sports I love to play and. Part of that was just throwing the football around, so I, I quickly learned, you know, my receivers would just clap, and, you know, I knew, okay, you know, run a post or whatever, and I could hear them clapping. I could, you know, throw and lead them and, you know, just be a, be a normal quarterback because I could just kind of hear where they were going and, you know, lead them and everything like that. So um, when I was learning long snap, it was kind of, okay, just clap back there so I can kind of just have a, you know, just remind my mind yeah, of where it is. how far you are back there. But about um, – about – year after my senior year it just got to a point where i didn't need that clap you know it just was kind of muscle memory i didn't need it so yeah. it simplified the process and literally the only difference was the holder just lining me up before he got back yeah. there and then from there it's just a normal cadence like any other snapper well thank you for the inspiration that you've been to so many looking forward to hearing you at gridiron men's conference thank you jake we and, appreciate uh, it. and i'm glad we got the opportunity to have you on i hope it's not the last time uh, Jake Olson, uh, gridiron dot, uh, gridironmen.org or dot com, and you can get your tickets to hear him speak. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.